You are now listening to Nerd Thug Radio. I am the captain, Joey Savage. Core DLG. Nico DLG. And you are listening to us on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1. Sister stations. And worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. Wow, it's been a great week. Conroe, thank you for having us back as always. Yeah. Episode 66 of the Nerd Thug Radio. Turn that stereo up. Turn that up. Get ready to talk nerdy. Get ready to hear some laughing and just some overall nonsense. But before we get into all that fun stuff. Uh Uh-oh. DL to the Jizzle, the animated assassin that you are. Yes. Why don't you tell uh, Conroe, Texas about our friends, Space Cadets Gaming Gaming. Our good, good friends, Space Cadets Gaming Gaming. So now that summer's here, the kids might need out of the house. They should go to Space Cadets. With comic books, collectible card games, board games, role-playing games, and toys, all in a family-friendly atmosphere, what more could a person ask for? Space Cadets Gaming Gaming has, uh, has Magic the Gathering going on every single Friday. And uh, various events every day, and especially weekends. Dungeons and Dragons, Family Game Night, and various other events are regularly scheduled at Space Cadets Gaming Gaming on Robinson Road. Someone once told me it's in Oak Ridge. It is. Don't worry about that flub, man. Listen. Okay. Hey, listen. I, I, you know, Even the best. Adam Dunn from uh, the Montgomery County area struck out all the time. But he had home runs a lot, too. So That's true. Just also, that. if you ever want to make Adam Dunn really mad yeah, yeah. when he was at a baseball game, just yell New Caney yeah. every time he was out there. Man, I'll tell you what. I guess we're going to tangent about Adam Dunn for a second. I just like heckling in sports. Man, whenever I remember when I was, I guess, seventh, eighth grade, and he was playing football at right, New Caney, right. he was the quarterback for New Caney. Yeah, yeah. And we would go to the, the varsity games, and it was just this big country dude just mowing people over. Just, right. <laughs> no, because it wasn't like he was ever like this deer like, gazelle, no. agile, graceful no. thing. He was always this country strong, straight wrecking, man. Running over people. Do you know what he says he gets at? I read an article on Adam Dunn here recently. And uh, he says more people stop him and ask him, hey, you're that bartender from Dallas uh, Players Club, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> the nah. movie Dallas Buyers Club? Yeah, Dallas Buyers Club. He was like the bartender. <laughs> and he helped, he helped fund part of that movie. Yeah, uh, actually, you know, frequently uh, you'll see cameos from people, and it turns out they're like small producers. Uh, yeah. I follow on Instagram a gentleman by the name of Dan Dilzern. <laughs> Never um, heard of him. He's a he, – you trust me. You should check out his Instagram. Okay, it's not okay. family-friendly. It is, it is strictly amazing. The guy has led one of the craziest lives ever. He's almost, he's in his 40s. He got special forces training, but he was a professional poker player. Nice. Had his first heart attack by 31. Oh, wow. Because he lived the hard life, if you understand what I'm going for poker. there. I've never heard of him. Um, anyway, he, he basically his Instagram is just him hanging out with very attractive models all the okay, time. Very and cool. his massive gun collection. Okay. Uh, you can see him, though, in the movie The Equalizer. Oh, yeah. In the scene at the end where they're in the ripoff Home Depot, okay, he's the guy who gets killed with the uh, barbed wire noose. Oh, that's him. And oh. he helped fund the movie, and that's how he got the bit. And then there's a couple other movies he's actually been in. Like, if you watch and you start to recognize his little face, yeah. you'll see him. I say little. The guy looks like he's like 6'5", right? <laughs> he's huge. You'll recognize him in a couple other movies, and basically it's because he paid like $2 million to yeah. be in the movie. He produced it. Like, oh, you know what? We need a small role here. This guy's already paid, so. Well, I think he actually specifically writes the check with saying, you know, he gets a percentage back, but then also, I, I have to, to be, be in, in the movie. I want to be in the movie. Right. I would do the same thing. Oh, for sure. for sure. For sure. But yes, if you have some time and your wife won't yell at you, check out his Instagram. Especially if I directed or wrote a movie or anything like that. And then, like, they bought it from I, you? I don't know if I would specifically say I want to be in it, but I'd be like, hey, you know what? My Sadie Savage over here really needs yeah. a, a small part in here. You know what I'm saying? I think if I... If I had some way in helping make a movie, 
I think I would want it like just like in the background, like in the food court or something. Yeah, that's totally. So like your I could eat, man. yeah, so I could eat all day. You're in there just eating Chinese, right? <laughs> fake mall Chinese food. Take forty two, right? Can I get more chicken? <laughs> He's like, I need some more egg rolls. Back yeah, here. you know what? Let's just uh, just bring me the cookies. Yeah. Are we to dessert yet? That's Are we doing dope. the swirl? Woo wee! That's the middle part. Chinese buffet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, boys and girls, how was your week this week? Anything interesting happen? Yeah, no. It's been it's been an interesting week. Um, yeah. That doesn't sound very interesting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just had um, trying to think about uh, what I could say on the radio. Yeah, I had, you can't I had say a, much. No, I, <laughs> I had a, I had an interesting. Uh, I went on a nice uh, little brunch date. Oh, yeah. Brunch. DLG's out there dating girls. Hurry that's up. right. That's right. Catch them on the bumblebee, the trender. Right. The, the, uh, the, the, there's all the kinds, like there's a couple more new ones. Hinge. Farmersonly.com. Farmersonly, of course. That's my obviously. favorite. That's yeah. the number one. Uh, yeah. No, Condo so, singles. Oh, for sure. Yep, yep, yep. Um, there's a, the Chive was always talking about one. Uh, so I, I messed with that the other day. I don't like it at all. I don't like it at all. <laughs> no? No. It's called, it's. It, Chive off? It's yeah. called F-U-B-A-R. F-U-B-A, FUBAR. FUBAR, that's what I thought. Yeah, yeah okay. So, and essentially, it's like a... FUBAR's oh, not a good term. Right. You FUBAR'd that. Right. That, I always thought it was a negative term. It is. And uh, it, it, in Saving Private Ryan, they define it as a negative term. Right. Um, and so, I was always like, I don't know that... So, when I kept writing, I, in the different galleries, they would talk about it. And I was like, I don't know if I really would name something this. So, anyway, I jump on and I look at it. And essentially, it's like a virtual bar. And it's like, send drinks to people, talk to people, socialize. But it was... Very poorly designed. Why can't you go to a real bar and buy people drinks? Right. It was. It, well, I didn't. Because it's for stupid. Soci- socially awkward people or people who don't right. want to get out of the house. Right. Right. I'm going to buy this chick a fake drink. Right. Exactly. And you got people like Dwight Schrute from The Office, and that's how their life goes. Bears beats Battlestar Battle Galactica. Galactica. So, yeah, I just don't think. I don't know. It, I didn't enjoy it at all. I was on it for all of eight Coffee and, and bagels? Eight and a half seconds. Yeah. Uh, I, I shut down coffee and bagels. They never showed me any appealing bagels. Ah. It's all bagel based. It was, it was, no, I'm just kidding. I, <laughs> I don't no know cream, how to respond no to that. Cheese? No cream cheese? No cream cheese? Uh, like, it kept, like, it would give you a headline and be like, these bagels are hot off the, you know, the oven. And, like, every 24 hours, it would show you, like, three or four new bagels. And allegedly, these bagels are matched to you. Not one time was it someone that I found appealing at all. Was it even from the area, at least? Yeah, they're all in Houston area. Okay. But coffee bagel, I think, is very female-centric. It is, and it's supposed to prevent ghosting. Ah, uh, okay. That's what it's. That's its big. Uh, I gotta be honest. In some of those photos, AI I do system. believe that if I matched with those girls, they would never have gone away. I do yeah. believe that. Yeah. Because they look like they needed some attention. Hey, hey man, that's not nice. No, I'm, I'm just saying. Everybody needs attention. Look at Nico. He needs right. attention. Yeah. Right, and that's why we ignore hey, him. You know, you don't have to keep shaving, right? Like you can just let it grow now. Or no, you just I like mean, the baby face. I, I kind of do. Oh, okay. Oh, I hate it. I feel like I feel like someone <laughs> might have told him that they like it. Yeah. Oh, uh, nailed uh, it. Nico got loving too. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, no comment on my little brother. I was thinking gorillas, I don't even... gorillas in my head. Right. <laughs> Clint Eastwood. By the way, every time you bring us in, I picture Waspinator from Why? Beast Wars. Beast Wars. I've never you know, even seen that show. You got to just... In between the break, I'm going to have Nico play you a clip, and we'll probably play it on the show when we come back after that. I don't think it sounds anything like me. It literally, it, he go, he's always like, and whatever, you're like, nerd, Doug, radio. <laughs> like, it's, it's just Waspinator. Right. Well, I know when I listen to the show, I always listen to the show, unlike you two guys, um, and I was like, man, I want to make the intro different, but then I always just go back to do the, the same, same thing. Yeah, it's just, it's the, hey, man. It's, so, let me switch it up. Ah, dang. I did it the same way. Yeah, no, <laughs> not again. We're not all animated assassins. It's oh, cool. no, not again. <laughs> um, yeah. I had a pretty uh, interesting week. Yeah? No, I mean, not really. I no. Was, I was sick and bed stricken for like four days. I know, man. Wow. Yeah. yeah that was happened. rough. The only, I had strep throat. 
And the only good thing about it is I got to catch up on all my television shows. (laughs) Benefits. So, yeah. So, like, I finished Arrow. I finished Flash. I finished Riverdale. Uh, Oh, no. What are you going to do now? Exactly. I had to find new stuff. Now I'm out of things. Thankfully, Game of Thrones come. uh, And I was going to. Oh, I did it. Yeah. I I was going to begin Castlevania. Oh, that was was really good, actually. And then there's only four episodes. I was like. But how long is each episode? 28 minutes. Oh, so it's literally just. It's yeah. Like a, yeah. So I, okay. I, I couldn't get invested. All right. All right. Like I watched the beginning of it. Like it's kind of like sets up how it goes. And uh, I was like, you know what? Why am I going to invest myself in two hours? Like if I'm going to invest, I'm well, going it's, all It's in, pretty baby. good, but it's definitely not a complete series. Yeah. So why do you think they, do you think they got more coming? I don't know. It, it was, it's kind of a it weird. It felt rushed, right? Because they it just announced it not too long ago. Yeah. But I thought, Less than a year ago, they but, announced that it's coming to Netflix. But with the lead time required for animation, that was probably still them sitting on it for a long time. And it's yeah. only for it's only, it's only four episodes, and you know, just kind of judging because I've because I've worked in animation, I kind of know how to tell what it is. There's scenes that are just like they seem a little bit wonky and a little bit like, like it was they could have been, right? been cleaned up a little bit. They could have been they could have been cleaned up, and then they have yeah. scenes that are just like, this is so good. When I saw that it was only four episodes, I was like, okay, well, maybe these are like hour episodes. Right, that would be cool. Right, that's what no. I was thinking. No. no, I did find a cool show that I'm really into now. It's what is called it? The Last Kingdom. It was a BBC show, mm. season one, and then Netflix picked it up for season two. It's based off these fictitious novels about how England evolved, you know, how it came about uh, against the Vikings and the Danish and stuff. Oh, neat. It's pretty good. The, la- the Last Kingdom. The Last Kingdom. Yeah, uh, it's pretty awesome. good Check stuff. Check that out. Yeah, and I got, got into, uh, got pretty deep into Supergirl, but, you know, I can't watch it without Sadie Savage. And, right, right. So, you know, she was gone during the day, and so I was like, well, I guess I'll find something else. What a jerk. I did watch uh, I did watch uh, Star Trek uh, Beyond finally. I'd started it at one point and then right. stopped it, so right. I went back I and watched this. the whole thing again. I don't know how you stop in a movie. Yeah, well, you know, you know, when you get late and you have to like wake up and actually go to work sometimes. Like, but see, that's why I don't start those movies. Like if I if I start a movie, I'm I gotta in. finish it. I'm Plus, in. my house is like four of us. So, that's true. You know, that's sometimes true. you can't get Joey Savage time all the time. Tragic. But it was really good. I enjoyed it. What is it? You don't always get what you want. But if you try sometimes. Oh, that's beautiful. It's just my time. Don't stop. You get what you need. Oh, man. You should have stopped. Thank you. That was weak finish. Minute and a half. What are we going to close out with? <laughs> Beast Wars. No, so check this out um, real quick. You mentioned poker earlier with your yep, guy. Yep, yep. So right now, going currently going on is the World Series of Poker. Correct. And there was this big... Ta-da, the other day. Oh, you're talking about... The yes. texting. Yes. You see that? That's completely against the rules. Yeah, like, you can... Even if you go play at a cash game in a casino... You don't text. You can't... If, if you pull your phone out, you have to be away from the table. Right. You cannot be at the table on your phone. And for, forget about cards in front of you. What right. are you doing? Yeah, not even the cards. Like, even, even if you don't have cards in front of you. Right. And, uh, yeah, so there was this incident where this guy was on his phone, and... He's it texting. Hap- it had happened several times, several instances. Right. As a former poker dealer, I guess I currently I still am, but... When I was a poker dealer, it is your job to control your table. Right. And you're the police of the table. That is your table. You enforce the rules. You enforce the rules. Right. You move Correct. the game along. Blah, blah, you blah. remind people of what they're supposed and to so do. So one of the players who, you know, is pretty, uh, not well-known, but he's an active player in the poker community. He's a professional poker yeah. player. He made a comment to the... Uh, to the dealer. Hey, dealer, control your table. And the guy on the phone flipped out. Right. Jumped up. And all of a sudden, like racial slurs and just yelling, he got going crazy. Quick. Yeah, oh boy. They like, suspended. Come on, man. They suspended the guy who jumped up and yelled. They suspended him three rounds, and they told him one more incident, and you're, you're out done. of the tournament. You're no dozo. refund. Uh, the and the, the other guy round. got one round suspension, which I don't even think is appropriate. 
Yeah, I don't well, think you should well, spin him at all. The only reason he got suspended is because he did drop some slandering comments back at the guy. So still, what? Still, I don't I mean, think, you, yeah. can't, you can't do that. You can't do that. And so, uh, but yeah, one round. I think at this early in the stage, one round's not even that. No, and you probably wouldn't even. That's but my issue is I don't think they should have punished him at all because all he. No. What started is basically him saying, yeah, but this not, guy's breaking the rules. Yeah, but it's also how you handle yourself in the situation. I know, I know. But with that, let's accurate. jump out to a break real quick, and we come back, we're going to maybe hear this Mothman, wiz- wizard guy, waspinator, <laughs> Nerd Thug Radio. <laughs> Hashtag talking nerdy to you. Hey, guys. Joey Savage here. Time to talk about the best place in Conroe Woodlands to play Pokemon. Dungeons and Dragons, or Heroclix. That's right, Space Cadets Gaming Gaming. Located off of Robinson Road in Oak Ridge, it's your number one stop for anything gaming related. Mention Nerd Thug Radio when you walk in, they'll give you 10% off something. Buy your girlfriend something, your daughter, your kid, your mom, your dad, or your dog, or yourself. That's Space Cadets Gaming Gaming. Hi, this is Rob Guillory, the artist of Chew. Just want to say shout out to Nerd Thug Radio. Keep it real. Welcome back to the Cool Kids episode, Nerd Thug Radio. Uh oh, uh oh. So, in continuing with our coverage of the upcoming San Diego Comic Con, yes. Last uh, week we previewed a little bit of what DC's got going on over there. Correct. Uh, this week we wanted to touch on Marvel, and the only thing that we know for sure about Marvel is they have a ninety-minute <laughs> panel. That's it. Wow. All right. Let me get. Some... That's it. Game that's the, the only thing. That's like one of the only things that they've confirmed is they right. have a ninety-minute panel. Now, the one cool thing about Exciting. Marvel. At SDCC. Oh, is, is that what the cool kids call it? The cool kids call it. That's right. Bake okay. Shop. All right. The big shop. Um, they always drop some big announcement or somewhat at yes. the end of the panel. Yes. So that's what everybody's like, what is it going to be? What is it going to be? The other thing that we do know is they have started putting all the banners up, mm-hmm. and there's tons of banners for uh, the new Thor movie and the Black Panther movie. That makes sense. So, got it. So excited about the Black Panther. Yeah. So you got to think that those two are going to be heavily featured in the panel. Right. Um, hopefully maybe they give some information what's going on in phase four maybe the Avengers Affinity War trailer is what they drop uh, at the end of it I don't think they can talk about phase four because I think something big happens between Avengers 3 and 4 somewhere in those two movies I think something real. I think between Captain America Iron Man and Thor I think yeah. one or two people die yeah you gotta think one of them maybe not Minimum. Thor I mean I could I don't okay. I, I could see Captain America I don't, falling on the shield. Um because story story wise I think I could see that. Right, but well he's kinda come out and said that he signed on to do like the extra Avengers movie. So you know they could bring him back somehow. Right. But like he really has no plans of continuing. To whereas, you know, uh, Robert Downey Jr. as Tony Stark had kind of said, Hey, after this I'm done and then all of a sudden he's backtracked a bit. He joined up in the Spider-Man movie, Money. and he's kind of like, as long as they keep writing like good movies and good stories, like I'll right. keep doing it. Well, and he now he has said also it's harder and harder for him to get back in shape for these, right? Um, and the and the filming kind of he's starting to feel more and more worn down by the end of the films, um, and so he started to talk more and more about not quitting because before he was like, I'm done. When my contract's up, I don't know what's going to happen. But now it's more like at some point. In the near future, he feels like he needs to lay it down so he doesn't embarrass himself. Yeah. But which it, I understand. But they take, if you've seen Spider Man yet, I don't know if we're going to talk about this show, but if you've seen it yet, you know, his role in there, you know, why it's, you know, not a huge on screen role as far as him as actual Iron Man. Like he's more Tony Stark 
So he could always do different things where he it's more Tony Stark than it is. Sort of like a Iron mentor Man. role. You know? Right, right. Where, which is kind of like the first half of a uh, Civil War. Right. He he was he's mentoring. He's, he was, he was like, in the, the suit. Oh, not got to get in it. Iron Man got to get in it. Right. Wait, uh, and you're right. You know what? Now that we say that, both Spider Man and Civil War Two were extra movies for him. Right, they were. So I mean, of course, it was extra fifty million dollars plus profit yeah, I'll in take his pocket. It. I'll take but, it. But yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, but so okay. So what else? We so one thing I do know about uh, SDCC is I don't think there's any presence of Agents of Shield at the the convention. What do you think that says? Well, I told you how upset I was that it's not coming out until January of 2018, where it's usually been. Like, it came off one of its best seasons ever. Right. But I really think with this Inhumans thing, which I'm sure we're going to see lots of at San Diego, San Diego Comic-Con. Right. That Trying to convince us that they, it's not bad. Yeah, they, it's like they rush that, and they've got to get out there, and they don't want... It's almost like they don't want any other Marvel show going up against it while it's out. Well... Uh, it doesn't want It doesn't want to make like, its own competition. For ABC D, Disney, right? Because what else is going to be out? Well, if you... The way they handled Carter, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., uh, Peggy Carter. Agent Carter? Agent Carter. The way they handled that was that was the... Fall, winter, fill-in. That was the fill-in for Agents of for Shield. For Agents of Shield. And it did so well. It was a short miniseries. Right. The first one was like seven or eight, and the yeah. next one yeah. being 10 or 12. And it did so well. Like, let's, let's, uh, let's, let's do another part one. Two. And right. sec- uh, season two, even though it was really good, didn't trend as well. Didn't trend as well. And also, Haley Atwell was starting to get a little difficult to keep on yeah. a TV show. Right. Because she's, she's a big, big deal. She's a she's big, big deal. deal. Man, um, she is so pretty. Right, she and, and she does a good job in the media stuff. Yeah, I like went, at the uh, panels. She's fantastic. Yeah, I went to her panel when she was at Comic Palooza last. That's right, you did, and it was so good. Gets it real close, and she just right. She interacts very well with right. people. So she's a huge get for Marvel, but they knew they only had her for a limited amount of but time. But Agents of Shield has been like the flagship TV show for like Marvel Disney, right? But and it's it, you know it had its low in the middle, but this last season it did really well, and then now all of a sudden, unless they're planning something really big for it, because they tease some big stuff. Here's Take it what, a different direction. That's what I think is going to be. I think so. You got to remember, by the time it comes back, which movies will have come out? Thor and Black Panther? No. Or just Thor? Just Thor. So you've seen the ending, right? Yeah. You know how it ends. Yeah. He's in space. Yeah. Right. So sword, obviously. Right. So I think what happens is from Thor, you now know there's stuff cosmically going on. Because remember, at the end of Civil War. Uh, well, at the end of Avengers 2, Thor leaves right, right. to investigate cosmic issues. Uh-huh. So I think what happens is part of Ragnarok is going to play out on Earth, and it's going to help set up this new issue where now they've got to— Which, that might be it. they got to keep their eye on space. That's it. It's okay. It's just— Also, Inhumans, if Black Bolt comes to Earth from the moon, which is what the previews right. are saying, that's also going to lend to, right. hey, we got to keep our eye on space. Yeah, but, I mean, if you really look, I mean— one thing Marvel like they've only had Agents of Shield as a, as the ABC Disney show, and then Agent Carter. They haven't had anything else. Which, by the way, I know that some of the stuff is on Netflix, and I think that was probably why some stuff didn't go to ABC. Don't you think it's been kind of a letdown? Like there are other Marvel properties that would have been good ABC shows, right? Yeah, but I mean, the thing with Marvel is they're spreading out over everywhere, right? Like um, they've got the deal with well, I guess because of uh, their deal with ABC, they got Freeform, so they've got. What cloak and dagger? Right, and, and they're reaching the different like demographics with those. They've things. got to deal with Netflix. You know, they're trying to get 
their hands in every cookie do you want, jar. Do you want to talk about New Warriors for a minute? They did announce the casting this we, week. We can, yeah. It's, it was pretty good. Uh, I'm excited at least about the lead. Right, yeah. Remember how I said this show's going to be garbage? Yes, you did. They've, at least with this casting, have my attention. They cast in the role of Squirrel Girl. It's the AT&T commercial girl. Oh, but she's yeah, been I, doing I did other, see that. But she's been doing other stuff. She's She plays like minor roles and a couple other stuff on TV right now. This is the lead. This right, is all her. And she's, apparently she's a decent stand-up comic. And Squirrel Girl's she's very, very pretty. And Squirrel Girl is very quirky. Yes. And just different and weird. Right. Exactly. So I think, this girl can do it. Uh, right. I think that, that's what I'm saying. Is like, it's almost like a new Zoe Deschanel. Yeah. I think they found a really good fit for that character. And that at least has my attention. Because I was expecting it to be some other teen angst, Kristen yeah. Stewart knockoff. Right, right. <laughs> terrible CW type thing. They did get pretty good with their microbe selection. I'm really excited about yeah, this the guy. Little, yeah, the little, yeah. The Asian guy yeah. from uh, Two Broke Girls. Yeah. He is so funny. Okay, so that being said, though, there's these teen shows on these teen networks. Mm -hmm. That's what these are, Cloak and Dagger. And, and, and right, they're, they're teen teen towards the young viewers. Right. So why do you think they haven't done more on ABC? Yeah. Um. Okay, so here's the deal. They, they struck the deal with Netflix, and when they go Netflix, they can go dark and grittier. Right. And which is what they've done. Right. Awesome. I agree. Uh, when you go to these big networks like NBC, ABC, CBS, you're, the pressure is on you to fulfill crazy numbers. Right. Keep going. And so when you take some of these lesser-known properties to TV, instance Cloak & Dagger or The New Warriors, By stuff this, that we know about, right. but maybe your average person doesn't, and then they can put it on the Freeform Network, well, now it doesn't have to perform as well if they try to put it on CBS. Right. I think they're playing their cards right by putting their stuff in different avenues and not just going. But why do you think they're the playing time. towards a market rather than right. just throwing everything at the same? No, place. and I agree with that. But why do you think they haven't at least pitched something else? I'll tell you. Why what, do you think ABC hasn't aired anything instead, other than this? Instead of me trying to figure out why, uh -huh. the next segment we're going to do, we're do, we're getting back to the nerd freestyle. You okay. Think, you think a little bit, and we're okay. going to come back to this question. All right. But I really think what Nico's saying is they're playing the markets. And no, and playing, I agree. I agree that the smaller shows, like those teen shows, work on those teen networks. Like Freeform is supposed to be a teen. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's what it's supposed to be. And so Cloak and Dagger, especially the way they set that drama up. But like, look at what Fox has done in the meantime. Legion on FX, and now right, and, and now, Legion's on um, FX, which is similar to what they're going to put on. Well, right, but on Freeform, well, all but, they've really done is they did Gotham. That's it. Well, but no, what I was going to say is from Legion, Legion did well enough on the smaller network that they're now doing an X-Men-based series, on, Gifted, on Fox. Right. So that's what I'm saying. is They tested that, and now they're coming with right. this. Right. So I Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Know. has been strong enough that I feel like there's some other things they could have. Right. Marvel Inhumans. No. That's what they're trying. You, they're I mean, trying. That's, what, that's what they're trying to push. But I mean, I think, but, I, I think S.H.I.E.L.D. is kind of a very important part of the Marvel Universe, and I think it's it can consistently have a TV show. And I think that's why they really haven't put anything else because Shield is so integral—not really necessarily integral—but it's so important in the Marvel universe and can tie to every single one of the movies. Right, right. and it's right. like a spy, you know. Right, and, and, really and it's it's, show. A, and it's a it's a show that works on television. Right. So I think that's kind of why they haven't really. But there's other you could do. I mean, you can you can you do, could. but it's the it's that's the what simplest. That's what we're gonna option. get to in the next segment with Corey. DLG. You're gonna pitch me some stuff. Well, we're gonna okay. pitch you. Right. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you some right. give you some okay. thoughts. All right. um, but I, I mean, I'm I'm excited for for gifted just because I mean the nerd in me just wants to see more nerdy stuff. Right. Um, I'm not so um, sure that putting it in, on Fox was the right move. I might have kept it FX and and let it build up because 
if they bring us gifted and it comes to Fox and after three episodes it's not performing well, they're gonna cancel. They're it. gonna cut it. Right. But if they had those same numbers on FX. They would have. It doesn't go away. They would have finished the season and then they would have at least finished right. the season. It wouldn't right. gone away. Man, and, Fargo. And Fargo I, finished. I like ratings wise not great, but this last season was awesome. And that's one of the things that I feel like with all of the different streaming services and stuff. Yeah. Like you don't necessarily have to take your shows to the big four. No, you There's don't. Plenty of you places definitely to don't. show it. I just feel like so put it in a place where it will succeed as opposed right. to trying to push it on the big four, which is basically all you could do ten years ago. Right. No, and I agree with that part. I think you guys are I think you guys are spot on right there. I just feel like there are other potential ABC series. And we're gonna ask you about those. We're right, get your fine. opinions here that's in the fine. next we'll segment. Come back to that. That's fine. So San Diego Comic Con. Um, <laughs> it'll start Thanks, this, Marvel, for all the information. It'll start. Right. I appreciate yeah, it. We did your job for you. You're right. welcome. It's going to start this weekend, uh, so this, all the news. All the news is going to come out. There's that's going to be big stuff. There's always good stuff. And they got a lot of stuff coming up because Marvel Legacy right now is kind of completely unknown, and that's their next big relaunch, yep. pitch, oh, push yeah. thing. That's right. So you're going to be hearing all kinds of titles and characters we're and crossovers. Into, we're going to get into some Marvel Legacy um, in this oh. next segment as well. Ooh. The nerd freestyle is coming. Corey DLG. All right, I'm ready. You guys stay tuned. Uh, always catch us at facebook.com backslash Nerd Thug Radio. We're going to jump out to a break. When we come back, we're going to get into the Nerd Thug Radio famous nerd freestyle. Boop, boop. Hashtag talking nerdy to you. Yep. Hey, guys. Nico DLG here, and Conroe's got a new bar in town. Wild thing. They're a rustic saloon with all-American charm located right at FM 1488 and I-45 with a welcoming ambience and atmosphere of delicious food, relaxation, and quality entertainment. Wild Thing has over 70 televisions, regularly airing local and nationally televised sporting events, as well as the daily specials and pricing. Wild Thing Bar and Restaurant is easy on the eyes. Welcome back to Nerd Thug Radio. Mm. I'm the Captain Joey Savage, my heterosexual life partner. Corey DLG. Cool kids DLG here. Yeah. <laughs> You're listening to us on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1. Sister Stations. Worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. Don't forget our podcast drops every Tuesday at NerdThugRadio.com and Facebook.com backslash NerdThugRadio. True. You can catch that there. Accurate. Uh, we're also on the YouTube. So uh, when this show ends, if you missed any of it, race over to YouTube tonight because segment one will be on the YouTube. Just search NerdThugRadio. You'll find all of our glorious episodes over there. True as well. You'll see. Uh, you haven't told a lie yet. You're doing good. I, yeah, you're right. I don't <laughs> tell many lies <laughs> to you guys. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> you'll see our uh, playlist of different interviews we've done at the Comic Cons we attend. There is a good one up of your friend uh, Tony Harris. Oh, yeah. And uh, what's the other guy's name? James Robinson. James Robinson, some of your, your favorite. My hero. Your heroes. Um, Who never returned my email. Jeffrey Cantor. <laughs> Sad. Uh, I know. From the uh, Daredevil. And, that was a fun interview. Yeah, we got one up here. Um, our friend and filmmaker Ken Costantino from Niagara, New York. I interviewed his squad for their Attack yeah. of the Killer Shrews uh, movie. So the that movie was so good, man. If you, if you guys out there. I was so sad. I missed it. If you, if you follow us at all, if you trust any of our choice at all, if you if a good Friday night, couple beers and popcorn and laugh, Attack of the Killer Shrews, like just check it out. Yeah, so check all that stuff there. And then you, we've got our Nerd Thug Clicks Federation videos. Yeah, uh, we do a Hero Clicks, our favorite tabletop gaming in the style of wrestling. 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 The animated assassin over here. Whoop whoop. Uh, so check that out. We did some recordings over the weekend in our friend Space Cadets Gaming Gaming. Uh, hopefully this stuff will be hitting My City TV soon, and we'll give you that schedule if we get it. 
Yeah, it'll be it'll be a few weeks. I I, I talked to uh, to station manager uh, Mr. Shizzler, Mr. Shizzler, uh, today about like timelines and for television and all that. So we got some. I, when we get some clarifications from uh, if you want clarification, just base. go to facebook.com backslash Nerdthug Radio. I'll yeah. update you on anything and everything you need to know related right. to Nerdthug Radio. We'll we'll put up those uh, release dates when they get announced. Um, but yeah, before we get going, I want to tell you about our friends, uh, Wild Thing Bar and Grill. Yes, please. It is a rustic modern day saloon located uh, right here in the heart of Conroe, Texas. Actually, it's on the cusp of Conroe. The cusp. The cusp. I forty five and fourteen eighty eight. They got great uh, drink specials, uh, food specials going all the time. Over fifty to sixty TVs. And they've got the best scenery in town. Whoop, whoop. Don't, uh, don't forget to check them out. They're open uh, Sunday through Saturday. So every day of the week. Any day of the week, you can go there. Man, Lunch, the other, the other day, all of it. The other day, I shared, uh, I, I always share their ads. Yeah, we sh- if, you, if you're on Facebook.com backslash Radio, you'll see us share all their stuff. I, I, and it was actually pretty, I was, it was a good ad. Yeah, it was, it was a good, good one. Check out the burger special oh, the burger on Thursday. Special. Yeah, that was a good one. That was a good ad. Last week, a good ad. Last week was tons of good specials, so... Uh, yeah, go like us, and uh, we'll, we'll share all their posts for you, and you can see when you can go enjoy yourself at Wild Thing Restaurant Bar and Grill. Ooh, ooh. Yeah, boy. Yeah, you like that? They should, like, when you open the door to that place, they should do, like, a little Western thing, like a... Yeah. Or they, like should, ring, they should ring a bell. No, when you open the door, like, they should ring a bell. Like, like a dinner bell? In, yeah, like a dinner yeah, bell. Okay. Back the they'd ring the dinner bell. Everybody came in. a triangle. Everybody, or do a triangle. Like, like, let all right, we wasted enough time here that's, to open this segment. That's how triangles sound, by the way. And yeah, the, I believe uh, it. the last I've, segment. I've seen them before. Like a busted train. <laughs> it's like an obtuse triangle. Right. Yeah. It's a segment we like to do. We don't do it too often, uh, but it's one of my favorites. It's called the Nerd Freestyle. Uh oh. Um, instead of rapping freestyle, we give uh, Corey DLG some uh, ideas and let him run with it because if there's anything we know here at Nerd Thug Radio, the DLG can tell one heck of a story. I'm telling you what. We should just start getting you to read comic book stories on tape, and then we'll just sell that to people. Like, like, okay, like those summers we do on the road trips and yeah, stuff. Yeah. When you guys are like, I don't know what that was, and I and I've like, read Corey, everything. Corey, tell Zach about uh, Secret Wars. Yeah, and then right. it's like the greatest <laughs> retelling of it ever. That's, I mean, that, like when when he had the the comic store, and I would, I would swing by and I spend all day there. Like that's all that's all he would do. Yeah, and I, I really liked it. Nico would like, like pick up a comic. Tell me about this one, Uncle Corey. Yeah, um, like I'd pick a figure off the wall. Uncle like, Corey, <laughs> I'd pick a figure off the wall. Like, oh, like, why is Iron Fist wearing a white costume? And he's like, oh, well, you see, the Iron Fist it's head. Dear on the fear itself storyline. Man, I in sad part is I really can't do that on just about everything. Okay, yeah. here we go, though. You ready? All right, I'm ready. So this is the Nerd Freestyle featuring okay. Corey D.L. to right. the Jizzle. Before you guys throw me one, I thought of one first. I'm going to leave oh, with no. what I thought of. Oh, okay. Okay, all right. So this is what I think ABC should do. This would be an easy one to So here, this is what I was going to say. You work at ABC. You're right. pitching an idea. That right. You, you work for Marvel. You're pitching an idea to go on ABC for a TV show. What do you got? So this would be a really easy one, I feel like, and it would work. It would be about Ben Urich. I know they just killed him off of the Netflix stuff, so maybe you do a different reporter from the Marvel Universe. Okay. But it's the Daily Bugle. You do a you do Betty Brant? With Betty Brant, J. Jonah Jameson. You do the series about their adventures, like them reporting in a Marvel universe. So supervillains could kind of show up sometimes ancillary. Like some really little like you could have the shocker show up and blow stuff up, or you but could better have, than what they tried to do in Powerless. Yes, absolutely. Because you don't you don't make it funny. Like you let the reporters tell, yeah, center. it's a drama. You, okay. you you do you do character pieces with the reporters, so really it's a character-driven show, just like Shield. So it's kind of played off of Supergirl somewhat. Right. You watch Supergirl? I do, I do. It's a little. So less, they do a little like you know, it's Supergirl, but they right. do like her do day her, job is as, as a, as a, a reporter, place. and they, right. they get that stuff involved as well. Right. This would be probably eighty percent reporting, 
and every once in a while, like a superhero kind of flies through and like saves the day. So and you can do it more uh, Gotham centric, to where there's not really like a superhero, like right. The good guys right. are the reporters, right? But you have just you know seaside villains that show up every once in a while. Yeah. Okay. So essentially, there was a Marvel miniseries called uh, I believe it was called Marvels, and it was about a photographer in like the 70s and 80s. And he was at a lot of the iconic early moments of Marvel history. And it's just him telling the story of being an innocent bystander at these events. It's like the first time Angel saves this little kid and flies off and the wings are there yeah. in, the gold and, in the gold and blue costume. Like, it's really an iconic moment if you were a person and this guy sprouts wings and saves this little girl. Right. Like, oh my gosh, that's so cool. Alex Ross did the art. It's a really neat story, but kind of that would kind of be the, the, the root of it. Okay. It'd be about the reporters. I could see that. That would work. And it'd be somewhat kind of like shield where we went with where you it's can a staple. It you tie it to you tie it to everything. Right. They could they, yeah, they could cross paths with Wolverine one day and also Spider Man. Maybe it's just about a reporter who, like after these big events, goes to report about it. Right. So, like, right. It's not stationed in like maybe one central place. No, you could go throughout New York City, you could go anywhere in the world. You can go to Latveria yeah, and have yeah. a Doctor Doom story. Very Ooh. cool. Yeah. <laughs> Doctor Doom. <laughs> You gotta get Fantastic Four. Interviews first, all the people right. of Latveria and they're all happy. Right. They're, and they're thrilled that they live right. under Doctor Doom and he's like, I don't get it. Yeah. All right, here we go. Nerd Thug Freestyle Part all right. Two. All right. So with Marvel Legacy, they're wanting to start everything over. Correct. Right? They want to get back to some roots of some things. Okay, okay. It's Corey DLG. All right. Thor is coming back in his own special, and he is no longer gonna be the Odin son, but he is going to be Thor. They're gonna give him his hammer back. What new story do you write with Thor? Man. How okay. do you take him from no hammer to getting the hammer? And what's next for this iconic hero? Okay. I tried to stall enough to give you some time. No, no, yeah. Okay, all right. So. Classic. If he's coming back as Odin's son, first of all, I'm a little bit disappointed because I think the Odin's son is a really good run for him. Yep. Also, it's a really great run for Jane Foster. Uh, she's dying. She's dying. She's dying of cancer. So that's what I was going to start with is if he's picking the hammer back up, there has to be a reason she leaves. She dies. So this this arc would be Jane Foster's farewell. Okay. Um, And so I would actually... Started with something simple. She's fighting like uh, the the wrecking crew. Okay. And she's and she's mopping the floor with them, and then all of a sudden, mid fight, she just gets really weak and falls over. And uh, the wrecking crew is going to town, just kicking her butt now for a minute, and she can't really get the fight back. The Odin son shows up, and this would the first arc wouldn't even really be big and spacey. It would just be about him going through that transformation in the middle of a battle, where saying goodbye, saying also- goodbye, his heart's breaking. But stepping up and being worthy once more of the hammer. Where there is death, there is also life. Exactly. And so for Thor, the issue has always been his confidence is what really makes him worthy or unworthy. When he believes that he's right, he's worthy. And then okay. these last two to four years, he's he's known, he feels like, that he's wrong. So really Jane Foster's death would have to kind of push him to kind of embrace the fact that, look, you, you are Thor. Like I was just I was just filling some space here. The hammer's your bro. Yeah, you're you're in. Right. So then where does he take it from there? So from there, honestly, I think you gotta you gotta introduce some new stuff. Like I know I know Matt Fraction has been killing it and uh they've been introducing all kinds of big, crazy, scary concepts. Uh the the tenth realm and all sorts of other stuff from Asgard. But I think what you do is you get away from Asgard and I think you just go somewhere new. I would send him to the negative zone. Okay. Uh I'd have him I'd have him go on a rescue mission in the negative zone. He gets a little message from 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 Ben Grimm. He's like, hey, one of our old homing beacons just went off, and I need someone who can travel through dimensions via Mjolnir. we got to get to the negative zone. I don't have Reed Richards here to, to open the door. So he goes to the negative zone, 
trying to figure out why the beacon's going off. And when he gets there, he discovers, ah, here you go. Boom. He gets there. This is what I like. He discovers there's a brand new universe being born. Okay. So the new run of Thor is him guarding this new universe. So almost like a, it would be like a little floating little orb that he would take with him and keep with him. And he would ask him questions about life and about the universe. And it would watch his adventures and try and learn lessons from them okay. about the essence of good and evil and what kind of universe it should be and what kind of worlds it should have. Who should it help? Who should it not help? It's almost like, like if God were getting advice on how to be God, that would be this character. Okay. And so like Thor kind of feels the weight of a whole universe on him, but he's worthy now. So he feels like it's appropriate. I like it. It's a good way to go. That's, God, that's the God advising God. Uh, yeah, a thunder God tell, teaching a, a young God how to be a God. Man, I had one more, but we only got like a minute left. Do I, we can do a speed round. What do you got? Yeah, speed round. Ready? Beast Boy has just joined the uh, Justice League, and he's getting his own comic, a single. What do you write? Okay, and just, and just a little one-off? One minute. Yep, it's a one-off. You would, you would have him cross paths with some of the more, more powerful members of the Justice League. He would be a fish hanging out with Aquaman. And he would keep accidentally proving his worth. Not meaning to, just trying to follow orders, but then like stepping up in a big way and helping out. So like by the time when he gets back to the, the watchtower, he feels like he screwed up all day because he didn't get anything right. <clears throat> Excuse me. And everybody's like, dude, Beast Boy, you like you saved Atlantis today. And so when everyone gets whenever he gets back together, they're like, Beast Boy, you came through big time for all of us. You nailed it. <laughs> That's just, what I do here. Just like Corey DLG, knowing the Nerd Thug Freestyle. Uh, that was that was dope. That was dope. High quality stuff. High quality H2O. That's what I do. Can't wait for that story to come out, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Someone <laughs> else now just wrote it and submitted yeah, it to these yeah. No gnomes will know it all about it. <laughs> no um, gnomes. We're going to take a break real quick. When we come back, uh, I've got some Batman news that I'm going to talk to Corey DLG about. All right. You're listening to Nerd Thug Radio. Hashtag talking nerdy to you. Yup. All right, guys, we've come to the point in the show where we need to tell you about our friends, Space Cadets. These guys host all of our favorite nerd events on a regular basis, from Hero Clicks to Dungeons and Dragons, from Pokemon to Star Wars Destiny. They've got it all. With one of the largest nerd inventories I've ever seen, there's practically nothing you can't find at Space Cadets. Brian has long been a friend of the show, and the most important thing to stress to you guys today is how family friendly and great to go to Space Cadets really is. The Savage family regularly makes the trip there, and Joey, Nico, and myself regularly play different events there. Check the Facebook page for times and games scheduled this week. That's Space Cadets Gaming Gaming Collection Collection on Robinson Road in the Woodlands. When you go, let them know that Nerd Thug Radio sent you, and you get 10% off your highest ticket item. That's right. Save 10% off your highest ticket item if you say Nerd Thug Radio. Welcome back to Nerd Thug Radio. Uh, I'm really digging this. I'm going to have to listen to this album. You're going to have to buy it. You probably get it for seven ninety nine on iTunes right now, I bet. Oh yeah, or six ninety nine. It's been out a while. It's about eight years old by now. Uh, you you earlier today you were very off on some album math. How two sure years. Are you? Two years. I was off two years on the Blueprint three. Did he initially say six years and right. then it wound up being ten? I was like, you yeah. know what? No, okay. say he's okay. almost nine, so it's probably eight. It's like oh, two thousand seven. Oh, that's ten years. Right. Yes, yeah, so I recently found my uh, so definitely old, half. I found my old <laughs> school uh, CD collection when I used to still buy CDs. Oh. And, uh, What's the CD? I was going through it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm sure yeah. you would say that. Thanks, kid. <laughs> but yeah, and this this one was a good one. This was this is a good one. It's um, one of those like feel good, like rap. Right now, I I can't stand. I don't yeah. dig any of the rap. I don't right like now. trap rap. That's not that at all. And so trap music this is what stuff, they call it. Back then, I mean, it was just it was just fresh and clean, and it was, you know, it wasn't like uh, all about being a gangster and being a hood. It was just 
You know who else was like that? Was Flowbots. The Flowbots. Remember? I, I can that. ride a bike with no handlebars. No, no handlebars. Yeah, that's pretty good stuff. That was a really good album. I like that. That one. was like a. We, that can, was, we can. I think it's like. It was fight a, with tools or something like that. Yeah, yeah. It was like a protest rap album. Yeah. It was really good. And as a matter of fact, they actually turned down several different labels because that was they're an indie band. And when that handlebar song dropped, pretty much every label on the planet was like, "Well, we need you, right? You need yeah. a deal." And they were like, "I don't know. We're doing pretty good out of the trunk of our car." And they eventually did sign a deal, but it was like a one album release only. They get most of the profits, right. type deal. So they, they came like, out pretty good. When Bob hit pretty hard, and uh, who else was going good back then? Wiz Khalifa, even though I don't <sighs> like him. I love Wiz Khalifa. I, I and everyone always says he's so good, but like Black and Yellow was his big was, thing. Yeah, and it was see, terrible. The thing with Wiz Khalifa, though, is when I heard Black and Yellow is when I first heard of him, it's like, man, I like this song. I, I really dug it. Right. And so then I just went back, and when you start listening to all of the mixtapes that he put out, it's like, man, this is some this is some new-level stuff. See, it that, wasn't out at the time. And that might be fair because I never did the mixtapes for him because yeah. the first time I heard him was Black and Yellow, and he did nothing for me. And then Some of the best songs are on mixtapes. And then he did a bunch of features after that, and he I just thought it was terrible. Like, he wasn't good on any of those features. Yeah, I, don't, so, I think this mixtapes really did it for him. Mac Miller. Was was hot. Mac Miller was a mixtape king. Started hot back then. Lupe Fiasco was going good back then. Oh man, I, I listened to a lot of Lupe Fiasco, yeah. and uh, kick, I don't I don't know push. why. Yeah, kick, kick push. push. There's like a few songs I like by him, but then there's also words he. I think he just goes too hard. He goes too hard with like the messages. Like it's too like right brunt. Yeah, like, there was one uh, when lasers. It was like uh, uh, it was another. He did a Skyler Gray sample. Yeah, and like uh, it just wasn't. Not, it was very political. Or it was super political, but I I almost but I also. Not that it wasn't political. I felt like it was like radically political. Like right. I couldn't agree with what he was saying. Even. Right. I was like, oh, where right. are you getting your information? You need, you need, I don't know about this guy. You need some subtlety, I think, when you're trying to go political. I don't know political. about this guy. Right. If you want to go political, that's fine. Just do it well. <laughs> do Yeah, exactly. Do it well. Don't say something so crazy that someone actually stops the tape and go, wait, is that? And like, yeah. I think essentially he like, uh, if I remember right, he kind of insinuates that Iraq was on, or that Iraq yeah. was on purpose. Yeah. Right, right. Right. And I was like, uh. Yeah, one of my, one of my favorite. Huh? Dre yeah. and Eminem song. That's the specific. I need a doctor. About. Wasn't on anything. It was on like a mixtape that they did together. Right. Yeah, because well, Dre was gonna have an album at the time. Yeah, that's basically he's basically Eminem's yelling at Dre like, "Where have you been? I need you. Come back." Well, it's like, man, this is getting awesome, and the the whole song is dope, and then nothing ever happened. Dre actually detox never came. Yeah, that was the thing is detox was supposed to be the album, and it never it never released. I believe his other son died, if I remember I right. Remember. Yeah. Because in I Need a Doctor, he's talking about how Dre is grieving and going through these processes alone, and everyone's kind of walked away from Dre except him. And he's like, okay, I've been there for you, but now I need your help. Right. Because I'm just now getting over my issues. That was when Never Proof died. Right. And then he finally put down the drugs and all that. So so Eminem now was like, I need your help too. So we need each other. And to be fair, Dre did step up and jump in the studio, and Eminem made uh, Recovery after that, and it's one of his best albums, and yeah. Eminem's back, mm -hmm. like, fiery now. He is on fire back. There's a really good um, uh, documentary at HBO on HBO right now. Yes, the uh, the Defiant ones. Yeah, that's a good man. One. You check, check that out, boys and girls. I've been watching it. They were talking about Stevie Nicks and yeah. the the feud because she was dating Jimmy Iovine while Jimmy Iovine was producing uh, Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers, and he was producing Stevie Nicks, and he gave uh, one of Tom Petty's songs to Stevie Nicks, and it wound up being a bigger hit than Tom Petty's album. And Ooh. so, like, to this day, Tom Petty is still apparently still frustrated with Jimmy Iovine. And then something about uh, Dre worked on, uh, like, worked on one of uh, Nirvana's albums or something like that. Did you see that part? Uh, I thought he was going to. I didn't see that he did. 
I don't know. But I didn't get to watch it. I, I saw. I, I saw haven't they, seen all of it yet. They like foreshadowed it, and I was like, "What?" I haven't seen all of it yet. But anyway, that's a. You're right. That's a really interesting documentary. Speaking of documentaries, this has nothing to do with that. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so there's been a lot of crazy stuff going on with Ben Affleck as Batman. Um, he's he's been all over the media, right? Here and so he signed on, and things were gonna go good, and he was gonna write and direct a Batman solo film, and then he's like, oh, "I'm gonna do this," and then all of a sudden, like early in the year, he kind of pulled out and said. I still want to be Batman, but I don't want to uh, direct it. So he left the director's chair open. Right. And then people were speculating, oh, man, this guy after Justice League, he's going to bounce out. They might have to recast Batman, which I don't think is the case. I just, who knows what's going on with this guy. He's got his own stuff. But they, they got a new director, right? And so Matt he, Reeves. Right. And he's the guy that's um, been doing, he just did the last uh, Planet of the Apes movie, which supposedly just. Supposedly it's amazing. Insanely good. But I haven't watched any of these monkey movies. I've seen the first one. with. I've seen I've seen both of them. I saw the James Franco one. Yeah, and I did the greatest one. And I didn't you know why? like it. James Franco's in it. I didn't like it at all. So by the end of it, when they're set up now and they're like, "Oh, the next one's going to be crazy," I was like, "This one was supposed to be crazy." I'm halfway through the second one. Um, but anyways, uh, Reeves has basically Mac. come in and said, um, "I liked him." Re- they're good. Reeves has come in and said, "I've scrapped. I'm scrapping Ben Affleck's script. It's going to be. I'm, I'm redoing all of it." He's like, "I got Ooh. visions. He's got, I got visions for a, a trilogy." But I gotta hammer out the first one. I gotta nail that down. Now he hasn't released any info because he's been on press tours for the Planet of the Apes. Right. But it's pretty much like Ben Affleck's script because Ben Affleck is writing a script with Jeff Johns. Right. And that's basically out, and Reeves gonna do it himself. So with that being said, like we're you know, Batman's all up in the air. What story do you think they could tell with Batman they haven't told already that would work well in this universe that they got going on? Like any ideas? Okay. So here's two issues. First of all, I think this whole thing has been really poorly handled. I think partly like that's been Affleck's fault. Of DC. The entire well, yeah, yes, but specifically <laughs> this. Wonder Woman. I don't want to keep jumping on DC is makes terrible movies. They make a lot of money, and Wonder Woman was amazing. Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna now give Wonder them. Wonder Woman is a fluke. Well, no, I'm gonna now gonna say. I hope not. I'm gonna pause that. I'm gonna say we're pausing that right now. Nerd Talk Radio pausing terrible DC movies. Right. We're gonna wait and see what the next one does, and that'll be the new trend. It's Justice League. But next. right. But wild. I think they've. Poorly handled Ben Affleck and the Batman situation. Yeah, in they general. have. Partly, I, I think part of that's Ben Affleck's fault because he's been dealing with like uh, he's now really getting divorced. They tried that before. Now right. they're really doing it. He also was dealing with some uh, sobriety issues. And I don't, I don't dislike his portrayal. Of Batman. No, I thought I his Batman was, was fantastic. Um, but like, yeah, was, his whole movie was supposed to be like some Arkham Asylum stuff. Like they they cast like a Death, uh, Deathstroke, right? Right. They were gonna do, they cast Deathstroke and essentially. He wanted to touch on most of the Batman villains, at least cameoing in his movie. Right. Which really would be kind of an interesting idea. And depending on how they play everything out, it would have been an interesting idea. My issue is, if you go and get a new director, you have to know what he's going to do right away. And Geoff Jones is supposed to be running. Geoff Johns, actually, I think. Jeff Johns, I think is his right. name. He's supposed to be running the DC movie universe. He's supposed to be there, Avi Arid. Or uh, what's the Kevin Feige? Right. Kevin Feige. He's Kevin supposed Feige. to be Kevin Fe- Kevin Feige. And right now, it looks like he's not in control. No, it's like right. uh, if you're supposed to be the head guy, even if you get pushback from your other dudes, because the Kevin Kevin Feige, 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 whatever, whatever his name is, whatever he had he had pushback on the first Captain on uh, Captain America, the first one, where he right. was like, they're like, oh, we're gonna just put Captain America in the modern day and only have like a little bit, and he's like, no, you're doing a World War II film because that's where he was. Well, Kevin Feige just set himself up where he's gotten rid of all like basically his opposition to where now it's him. Like, well, and it's but that's only happened because he's been right. And right, correct, and that's the correct. thing is like, so Edgar Wright was the Godfather of the Ant Man movie. 
He'd been working on the anime movie Forever. for almost like six or seven years. And came time to actually sit down and direct it. And Kevin Feige said, hey, we need a little bit more funny because this movie is not supposed to be this dramatic. And no, no, we need a little bit more action because this movie is not supposed to be this funny. And Edgar Wright was like, bro, I do funny action, not action funny. And, oh, really? Well, you don't do anything. Right. You're out. <laughs> and he fired him. And he fired him. He already had everybody else under contract. And how good was the movie? The movie was fantastic. Great. And so Kevin Feige wins Feige. that battle. You know what? I don't even care now. Kevin wins that battle. Right. And so because Thanks, Kevin, Kevin. Right. So because Kevin wins that battle, he looks strong. But Jeff, Jeff Johns over here at DC, it just feels like he's not in control feel, of this. I feel like he's just a name that people would know. They'd be right. like, oh, I remember Jeff Johns. He wrote the DC stuff. Well, yeah. I should be fine. And he is the godfather of the DC comic books. Right. He is the, the main the architect. Comic books and movies are totally are not, different. And he is not. Now, they've done some good stuff. They, they hit it off with Wonder Woman. They've brought Josh Whedon in to help with Justice League. Because Zack uh, Snyder had to step back step for back. family reasons. Um, and this guy, uh, Reeves, just come off directing some this Yeah, don't get me wrong. Movies. He's probably really talented, but I, don't, I, I think they mishandled it. Now, what kind of story would I do? I would do a trilogy around the Court of Owls. Yeah. I would make the Court of Owls the background villain for one, uh, the B villain for two, and the main villain, and for, the three. Main villain for three. That's not a bad nice idea. Nice big step up. Yeah. That's not a bad idea. And right. I would do a romance with Catwoman. A romance with Catwoman? Yeah. Like they tried to do towards the end of the right. first trilogy. Right, but I would do a real romance with Catwoman. and let it go for real? A whole trilogy with her in it, and by the third one, they're a couple. Like the first one, they're enemies, and she's like a B character. The second one, they're fighting this attraction, but they give in about halfway through because things are so dire. And the third one, they're together. And I would also do Damian Wayne. Yeah, that would be good. If they introduce that aspect to it, so maybe some Ra's al Ghul action. Ra's al Ghul. No, I wouldn't do Ra's al Ghul, but I would do Damian Wayne. And I would just have them explain like 10 minutes in, you know, League of Assassins, Talia Ghul, Knight of Passion. Why are you laughing? Damian Wayne. I'm just watching wrestling. <laughs> and, so, <laughs> and so from there, Damian Wayne's just in it. And that's it. That's Bruce Wayne's son. He's Robin. Deal with it. Have you seen or heard uh, some of the news about the new Ant-Man Wasp movie? A character they might be introducing? Hmm. Uh, what's oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bill yes. Foster? Yeah. The Goliath? I also, uh, Agent Jimmy Woo. Damn, how excited was I? I you, were, you. you were pumped. I love me some Jimmy Woo. But and, Jimmy uh, Woo. Uh, they've cast uh, him, too. Yeah, and it's the du- it's, it's the dude from uh, the... That, it's going to be a funny movie. He's it's, the dude from uh, that, that Asian ABC comedy. Fresh Off the Boat. Fresh Off the Boat, yeah. He's he, playing Jimmy Woo. He's the dad. Ah, I love Jimmy Woo. Oh, that's great. Yeah, it's going to be a funny movie because he's a funny guy. Yeah, he's yeah. a super funny guy. Uh, Paul I didn't, know, I didn't know Bill Foster's going to be yeah, here. That's going to be a big deal. They've, they've, they've teased that they've uh, cast this guy and... I guess part of the character description that it's going to be Bill Foster. So for those who don't know, Bill Foster, so there's been a bunch of people who've been Giant Man or Goliath, who's just a giant version of Ant-Man. Hank Pym can go small or big. Right. This is the, Bill Foster was like the fourth guy to be Goliath. <laughs> and uh, pretty much the biggest distinction is that he's black, but he's also another super scientist type. Right. So I'm just excited that they're actually going to do a, a, another, another hero. Yeah, it's, it's cool. going to be great. Uh, with that, though, we got Jim out to a break. Uh, we come back, we're going to get into our weekly top three. Thank you for listening. Stay right with us. Don't go anywhere. Nerd Thug Radio. Hashtag talking nerdy to you. Hey guys, Joey Savage here. Time to talk about the best place in Conroe Woodlands to play Pokemon, Dungeons and Dragons, or Heroclix. That's right. Space Cadets Gaming Gaming. Located off of Robinson Road in Oak Ridge. It's your number one stop. For anything gaming related. Mention Nerd Thug Radio when you walk in. They'll give you 10% off something. Buy your girlfriend something. Your daughter, your kid, your mom, your dad, or your dog, or yourself. That's Space Cadets Gaming Gaming. 
This is Chuck Huber, the voice of Android 17 and Dr. Stein. Nerd Thug Radio is awesome. Cool kids. Cool kids. <laughs> Welcome back to Nerd Thug Radio. I'm the Captain Joey Savage. Core DLG. Nico DLG. You've made it halfway through this week's episode 66. Yeah. Fastly approaching episode 70. We just, we just keep hitting them milestones, boys. What We should do like a 70th extravaganza. Or no, we should do like a, like a 72nd extravaganza. Yeah. Just... Or seventy four, yeah, just seventy four. Let's not let's not be the norm. Let's not be the norm, right? Let's do something. Let's crazy. do a seventy six then. No, because then we'll feel like it'll sound like we just missed it. Oh, that's true. They'll be like they're just making up for what they missed. Well, ladies right. and gentlemen, boys and girls, you're halfway through the show, which means we are ready for our weekly, weekly top three. Okay, okay, okay. Here we go. North Thug Radio, we're doing spies this time. So keep up. We'll keep lies in disguise inside. We're just having fun telling surprise inside. This Corey DLG on the mic this time. And Nico's going to go first. Who knows what he's going to say? Secrets in their spies. That's the way it's got to stay. So here we go. North Thug Radio, weekly top three. We're keeping it steady. We're keeping it clean. Here we go. I had some tricky ones in there. You yeah. did. I, some some I, lines and guys inside. Saying. I'm just so focused on beatboxing. You, you're nailing it over oh, there, though. Guys, oh, there's a you. metal coming your way. There is. Yeah. Woo! Not from us, but some. Calm down, Flair. So, um, this is your idea. So, coming it up is, is, uh, is Atomic Blonde. Yeah, I'm really excited about this movie. Are you guys really not good. excited? I am. It looks, looks really good. Charlize Theron looks like she's going to hurt you. And James McAvoy? Yeah, and he looks kind of like a, he He's starting to play some crazy characters. Yeah, I'm, I'm enjoying it. So she's a spy, and so yes. in honor of that, Corey DLG said, hey, man, let's do a weekly top three on our favorite spies in pop culture. Spies. So with my eye, I spy a little Nico DLG going first, because hey, he's the worst. Nico DLG here. This is true. This my is number true. three, Jason Bourne. Jason Bourne. Oh, that's a good one. That is a good Jason one. That's a good one. It is a good one. So, uh, good old Matty Damon. Yeah, Matt Damon. And then that one weird Jason Bourne where it was the Hawkeye for some reason. <laughs> Yeah, that did you, you know what? It was a good one, but it is kind of they, like, super jarring. They kept they kept the programs going. Yeah, right. it wasn't Jason Bourne. He had a different name, right? Or was it Jason? Yeah. Bourne? But it was called the. It was called. It was like the Bourne identity, I think. Yeah. It's so yeah, it was a little weird. It, it is a little my, weird. It is a little weird that it does that. My favorite thing about uh, Jason Bourne is um, what was that TV show with the Robertsons, Duck Commander? Uh, yeah, yeah, whatever, yeah. Whatever. Yeah. And uh, Phil just like loved Jason Bourne. So you just see like films where he's like. Mm, that Bourne, he can do anything. <laughs> He's just watching Jason Bourne films all the time. That's, that's, my, they're awesome. that's my favorite Jason Bourne memories. Okay, all right. <laughs> that's fair. From Meet the Robertsons. I think that's the name of it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Duck Commander. <laughs> quack, quack, quack. Uh, Corey, what's your uh, number three? Okay, so the movie didn't do well. Probably. But you're, if you, Your MO. But if you watch this movie, it's actually really a fun movie. It's a good movie. Uh, it was called The Man from Uncle. Or oh, okay, with yeah. Henry Cavill. Yeah, and Henry yeah. Cavill, and it's Lee Army, right? That's the other guy? Ar- Army Hammer? Army Hammer, whatever his name is. No. No, it's not him. No, no, it's... uh, Army Hammer hasn't been in like, anything since like Lone Ranger. Lone Ranger? <laughs> I, I think... It he... was um, it was two... It was a Marvel and DC guy that was in it, right? Was it? Yeah, wasn't it Chris Evans? No. No, 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 no. No, it wasn't Chris Evans. It was Superman and like somebody from Marvel. He's like, oh, they're together. Uh, anyway, the movie's very stylish, very cool. Do you want me to look it up while you're I, I'm trying. I'm trying to look it up also. You talk about it. I'll go. Okay. Yeah, um, yeah, it's Army Hammer. I said that. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, wow, it is? Yeah, it's Army Hammer. And uh, one of the kind of the interesting things is Henry Cavill's kind of like the typical James the Bond spy. 
And right. Army Hammer is like an enhanced KGB agent. Uh, like they kind of hint that he's been operated on. So like he's like stronger and faster and like. So it's it's a really it's funny it's a funny movie in the, uh, the oh it's great I love it the girl that's in it is uh, just incredibly attractive and plays this really good third wheel for the situations that they're in uh, it, the movie was great though I love the movie um, every time it's on HBO now I watch it and I I recently just saw it it's it's a wonderful movie it's just it, it like plays itself so seriously in some parts and then, and then like, it's so funny and yeah. exactly yes it was like a good entire, movie man the entire scene with the uh, truck. When he just like eats, he sits down and he like eats lunch while like right. he's getting while the other guy's running around, and then he just drives into the water, <laughs> yeah, and it sinks to the bottom of. The... If you if you're not doing anything over a weekend and it just happens to it. pop up, catch it, man, because it actually that. is a really good movie. It's a solid movie. It's a pretty good spy there. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, my number three is uh, a young actress by the name of Zendaya, who was in the uh, Spider-Man movie. Okay, Spider-Man. Um, but her like big start uh, is this show called Casey Undercover. <laughs> You going Disney? Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. Sure. It's okay. it's wildly entertaining. Wildly. So she's basically wow. like her parents are spies and they re, they re, they uh. Are you going Spy her. Kids? No, no. <laughs> I, I thought about going Spy Kids. Is that Antonio Banderas? Yes. Okay. All right. They recruit her and then her little brother, who's not very spyish, joins the family and then they get a younger sister who's actually a robot. What? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's a little okay. We got to talk about how you have a younger sibling. All right, this is but it's a robot. Sibling, but, but they it's know it's they know it's a robot. So it's just like to play up the spy thing, right? So the robot's probably the useful one out of the group. Yeah, like basically. she does everything. Well, Casey undercover does most of it. Why they have a robot? But they're both like they're both <laughs> the uh, they're both the uh, the leads. Yeah, the well, yeah, they're the leads, but they're the uh, muscle of the of the group. So what we went camping a couple years ago and it rained and so camping you can't do anything with it right yeah. so oh, we're in the RV and like the only channel we can pick up is the Disney channel <laughs> nice <laughs> so we, we literally got stuck watching like a full season of Casey Undercover in a day I was like wow this is actually really entertaining well kids this wasn't so bad man I like Zendaya she's a really good actress so one of the most awkward conversations I've ever had with somebody was about the Disney channel I uh, told us this once before I think I have so anyway I used, to, I used to work at CarMax and so because of that you meet a lot of different people three times and uh, we're hanging out we're watching you know, it's on, like, there's TV on. Right. And uh, Selena Gomez, I believe, appeared in a commercial. And the guy next to me is clearly about 15 to 18 years older than I am. Uh, He's in his mid-40s at the time. Yes. And he says to me, at this point, this is this is six years ago, so she is probably 17 at the point. I don't, like, I don't know how old she is, but she would be underage at this point. Right. And he, he's looking, and he's like, he's like, she is just... So incredibly attractive. And I was like, really? You think so? She seems kind of young. And I was, like, I was like, she kind of probably is one of those ones who actually looks exactly her age. And he was like, no, man, like my daughter loves her on the Witches of Waverly Place. And it's one of the, <laughs> it's one of the shows I don't mind watching because she is just so attractive. And I was like, what? And you want to buy a van? No. Yeah. We don't have any vans. No, for we're sale. all out of cargo all vans. I'm sorry. No puppies for you. With that, let's move on to uh, Nico DLG's number two. J uh, Jason Bond. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what to say right now. <laughs> all right, let's start again. Who's your number two? James Bond. James Bond. Was that Class G unit? Yeah. James Bond. We should make Jason fun of Bond. Your speech impediment. I'm sorry. Yes. James yeah. Bond, yeah, he's actually which James Bond? All of them, just the, at, the, at once. The, character, the character of James Bond doesn't yeah, necessarily not look, a particular actor. You look at any list 
anywhere when it talks about the most spy famous spies in pop culture, James Bond's going to be number one. Let me ask you something. Like I've, I've had some different ideas about James Bond over the years. I am not a James Bond fan. Um, uh, there are some that are great and there are some that are I terrible. haven't seen one film all the way through ever. Okay. Wow. Okay. Um, do you think... See, in my mind, I've tied them all together. The best about James Bond is GoldenEye on N64. Okay. That's her. Do you think that James Bond is just a spy identity and they use different people over the years and therefore all these movies happen in the same universe? Or is this supposed to be different stories about the same character? Hmm. No, I would I would go with a uh, route one. Yeah, same. Like James Bond 007 is an identity. Right. Right. And they just give it to different people. Right. Okay. And so they keep only a certain number of double O's active at a time. Yep. And if one of them is to fall, they replace it with another one. So sort of like Kingsman, where when someone dies, they replace them. Someone else gets that exact role. It's <laughs> a great movie. That really is a good. They're doing the the, the second, second one. Yeah. Coming out soon. And the the guy from the first one's still alive. Somehow. I'm so stoked about that. He's so great. That movie's great. Anyway. Uh, so that was always every time I watched. I think that like in my head. No, that's a great. Kind way, that's of, a great way to like put it. Like, why would you have like a secret identity, James Bond? Because everyone knows James. Because they're like, wow, this movie's been rebooted thirty million times. Right. Because right. how can Pierce Brosnan, Daniel sequels. Craig, Sean Connery, and Roger Moore be the same guy? Right. Like those are all vastly different people and, and look, accents and identities. Di- they look different and styles. Right. Right. Yeah, that's true. So I really wish Idris Elba would be the next James Bond. Uh, I kind of wish it was a chick. I love James. I mean, I love James Bond. I love Idris Elba. I do too. I just I think it should be a chick. I think yeah. they should get somebody. Take the Doctor Who route. No, well, is that what they're doing? I I heard I they're talking know. about it, but I don't think they're actually. I don't. Think no one knows who the next Doctor. Is. Right. Even the guy who doing the Christmas special doesn't even know who it is, which is weird. Which is super weird. But I do. I think that I think it would be great if it was like, like totally out of left field. Like Amy Adams is it's the new James, James Bond. Bond, and you're all like, I don't. How could that even? But she spent like eight months learning judo and Bruce Lee, jujitsu and judo. And next thing you know, drunken monkeys. She's like flowing like water and just like swinging like a butterfly, floating like a bee. Right. And you're like, man, this is the best bond yet. I was going to see if he caught it or not. And then are you going to do like a, are you going to do like Jamie Bond or do you let her? I would, I think it'd be cooler. Just James. If she stayed James Bond. I'm Bond. James Bond. Like they were like, no, you're not. You're a girl. Like, it, like they were going to be <laughs> like, like the whole scene. Right. You're a girl. Like they do a whole scene where Q's like, so this is your new identity, Jamie Bond. And she's like, no. James. 007 is James. I'm James Bond. I will be but James. But you're a girl. You're a girl. But girls can do anything boys can do. Anything you can do, I can do better. Not true. There's a lot of things girls can do that we can't do. That's true. Thanks. And they're better at a lot of things that we can do. Yeah, they're better at most things. Anyway, I... I think the Daniel Craig Bond movies have been the best. They're, the, they're the newest ones. No, they just—they've done a really much better job with the action and stuff. <laughs> they've done a much better job. The the Pierce Brosnan ones I thought were just terrible. They were, they were just movie garbage. I've never, I've never seen a full length James Bond movie. So I mean, I couldn't. James tell Bond you. does have really good video games, though. That was the one. Here's that's how, the one thing in pop culture that I've just never gotten behind. Here's how you know they didn't make good James Bond movies back then, is the big promotion every time was the car right the aston new rolls royce aston martin but how many of those how many of those original james bond movies did they crank out this is actually not not the ones like before pierce Brosnan, like the originals with the the old school dude with, with sean connery sean connery did like 10 or 12 it's insane Thank because you. they're at and the guy before him yeah roger moore how many did roger moore do i think roger moore did three and i think there was one other actor who did one we'll fact check it in the break. um Probably anyway not. 
Anyway, uh, Daniel Craig has signed on for one more. Yeah. And they're, I think they're in pre-production right now, and that is currently being called Bond 25. So that's, wow. I believe that's the 25th Bond movie. There's a lot of them. They're about to catch up with the Land Before Time. They're <laughs> real close. No, Land Before Time only has 14. Well, we got to jump out to a break, Nico. Thank you for that information. When we come back, we'll get back into the weekly top three where we list our favorite spies in pop culture. Hashtag talking nerdy to you. Hey guys, Joey Savage with Nerd Thug Radio. Conroe's newest sports bar, Wild Thing, is a modern-day rustic saloon with all-American charm. Wild Thing, a bar and restaurant in the Conroe Woodlands area, right off FM 1488 and I-45 with a welcoming ambiance and atmosphere of delicious food, relaxation, and quality entertainment. Wild Thing has over 70 televisions regularly airing local and nationally televised sporting events, as well as daily specials and pricing. Wild Thing Bar and Restaurant, the best scenery in town. Welcome back to Nerd Thug Radio. Oh, oh. I'm the Captain Joey Savage. Core DLG. Nico DLG. We are right in the middle of our weekly top three. Core True. DLG, what is the weekly top three this week? Uh, the weekly top three this week is Spies in Pop Culture. Spies in Pop Culture. In honor oh, of Atomic yeah. Blonde. Atomic Blonde. Nico has dropped Jason Bourne. And, Jason Bourne. And, and uh, James Bond is his three and two. He goes JB. JB. He hey, likes JB. JBs. He likes the backwards JBs. Corey's number three is uh, Henry Cavill's character from A Man from Uncle. Yes, yes. Uh, and mine is Casey Undercover from the world famous Disney show Wizendaya. <laughs> world famous. Corey, what, world famous. Corey, what's your number two? Uh, um, Did you forget? No, no. I was, I, I'm, I'm going to sum it up in a song. Okay. Daddy doesn't care. Daddy doesn't care. You remember that? You remember that? Yeah. Who who is it? Is it Austin Powers? Yeah. That's my number. No. That's, that's, that's <laughs> my number, number two. One. Give it to me. That's my number Boom. two. Boom! Mic drop. That was my number one, guys. Yeah, my <laughs> number said. <laughs> yeah, we roasted you. Yeah, we did. So let's oh, just man. let's just talk about the spy who shagged me here for a few man. minutes. Man, okay. First of all, when they did the first move, first Which of all, Mike basically, Myers. It's basically a spoof on James Bond. Right. It 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 makes fun of all the different little tropes of the James Bond universe. That he's a womanizer. That he's British. That he's Got charming, and so this says, okay, what would a what would a womanizing, charming British guy from the seventies actually yeah, look baby, like? Yeah, and it's and it's the most obnoxious person you could possibly really meet, and you would never really think that this guy is a spy, right? And then it turns out that he's like the spy who saves the world. My baby, 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 and he plays he plays Austin Powers and then he plays uh, the bad guy. Right. Uh, yeah. Exactly. Doctor Evil. Doctor Evil. He plays both of them. It's and so then, great. And in uh, Mike Myers plays like four characters. Yeah, because he played um, was it Gold Balls, in the second or third one. Johan. Yeah. Something. Or I, Goldschmidt. Love, I love. I love gold. gold. The worst Your part about Faja. those. Your what? Your Faja. Who does number two work for? <laughs> the worst part of those part of, the worst part of all three of those movies is number three had Beyonce in it. Like I thought that was the best that one. Was the worst part of it. It had it had uh, Michael Caine in it playing yeah. uh, playing Mike Myers' dad. Yeah. Yeah. It was good <laughs> stuff. Um, the he, played, are, he played the other bad guy. I can't say his name because it's fat. Right. Explicit word. Right. Yeah, Mike Myers in the vein of Eddie Murphy plays like five characters in all these oh, movies. Oh, so good. It was it was a great movie. Uh, Seth Green has never been in anything since. Um, also, Rob Lowe plays young number two. Seth Green does like all the robot chicken stuff. I know. He no. He, he look. He's made a good living for himself. He produces a lot. He of was stuff in Party Monster. He, right. Okay. Anyway, 
Uh, <laughs> he, he produces a lot of stuff. He makes he's made good use of his contacts and right, his right. investments and his time. Well, he was one of those guys that like in the end of the '90s, in the 2000s, he was kind of not the it guy, but like those style of movies back then. Like, right. He was in he that fit. that like that third coming of the Brat Pack. Right. And and you thought like him and the other guy from Franklin and Bash that's not Zach Morris. Yeah. You thought him, those two guys and like Claire Danes were going to be in every movie for the next 15 and years. And Josh Hartnett. Josh Hartnett. And they weren't. Uh, and they weren't. They, 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 James they, Vanderbeek. Right. Like they all kind of fell off the face of the earth. Uh, man, poor James Vanderbeek. Shannon Sossaman. He really, he really thought he had something there. Nope. Um, I see his name come up sometimes as a writing credit. And yeah. I wonder if there's just... Freddie two, Prince. I just wonder if there's two of them. Yeah, Freddie Prince actually, he went in a whole different direction. And does a lot of voiceover work, and then also writes. He wrote for wrestling for a long time. Yeah. He was like the WWE's like, like main one, writer. He was a writer for a couple of years. Oh, wow. So weird, right? And yeah. he's also married to Sarah Michelle Gellar, one of the most beautiful women on the planet. But yeah, man, those Austin Powers movies, the trilogy, they're so they're good. Great. They are, I man. The Spy Who Shagged Me. Uh, and then, yeah, baby, yeah. Was, uh, Gold member was the last one. And the British, the... the British girl. Uh, oh, it's um uh, Heather Graham. Heather, well, no, no, Heather Graham's the American. Oh, okay. Uh, the brunette that. from the first one. Uh, Elizabeth Hurley? Uh, yes, Elizabeth Hurley. Well done. You're Thank not you, a sir. names guy. That was, that was Thank good. You, sir. Thank you, sir. I just uh, got them all. Uh, Elizabeth Hurley. Uh, she's she, still... Give me on the camera, Nico. Yeah. Give this. Give that man some screen time. He earned yes. it. Yes. Yes. So Elizabeth Hurley... I can only name like one other Elizabeth Hurley movie. I know. Like Bedazzled or something? Bedeviled. Bedeviled, that's right. Right, where she plays the devil and... With Brendan Fraser? Yes! That's what I'm <laughs> saying. <laughs> who is it? She's tricking out of a soul. Brendan Fraser. Um, another name. Another name. That's another guy who fell off the map, right? Yeah. Man, we should just make that the top <laughs> People who fell off the next, map. Next week on Earth Egg Radio, people who fell off the map. Oh, since we have some time, because I crushed Nico's list. Yeah, so um, my list is over now. Right. That's awesome that those were our number twos. I do I, I do like that. I thought about putting it at number two. And your number it. one. I liked it right. too much. Uh, so We're going to honorable mention here for yeah, a few Yeah, I was going to honorable mention uh, Tom Cruise's Ethan Hawke in yeah. Mission Impossible. It's a pretty good one. That's also a good one. Um, And then... Well, let's just do this real quick. What's, what's your number one? I'll get my number one, and then we can just spitball some honorable mentions. Okay, my number one is Archer. Oh, you know, that's a really good one. You know what? I, I totally knew forgot. Was, I knew that was going to be your number one. Yeah, it's man. so great. Archer's one of the, the greatest shows on, on television. Planet. And so when I do, when I, we do these, I'll, you know, like I said, I do my research to see how we're going to fall. Like, Archer is always, he's in the top list, but like the top 30, and he's in the very bottom half. Yeah, they, I think because he's animated, Probably people so. kind of, they don't know as appreciative of what he does. That's but, a good one. But that show, it's really funny. And then also every once in a while they sneak in a little sweet moment and you're, sweet. And you're like, oh, he cares. Sweet, sweet And then he's back oh, to being a raging alcoholic jerk that no one likes. Oh, man, <laughs> I, like we, great. I like we crushed Nico's number one. We did. We destroyed it. <laughs> With our no, number two. No list for you. Uh, my know, number right. one um, is Nick Fury. Okay. The, my favorite the, spy. The spy of all of Marvel the comics. The spy of all Marvel comics. Man atop the wall. That's right. right. I think that was the coolest portrayal of him. When I first heard that, I thought it was stupid. Then I started thinking about it. Like, who would be a better man on the wall than Nick Fury? That's right. Because he knows everything. Yep. He knows where all Any the bodies are buried. Any iteration of uh, Nick Fury. The one from the movies, the African-American version, and the original white guy from the uh, comics. And now they have Nick Fury Jr. in the comics, right. who looks like Samuel L. Jackson. And currently, my hero, James Robinson, is writing the Nick Fury yep. series. So that was my number one. So now, you want to spitball here real quick? We got... Yeah, so Mission Impossible. That's a good one. Those, uh, the Ethan Hawks. Uh, Jennifer Gardner and Alias. Yes, that's, that's a, really, a good really one. good one. That really started the... Well, you know what? I hate I hate when people say that. I'm going to not say it. I was going to say that started the female empowerment trend 
because she was like a strong female lead right. in an action series. But that series. was Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Really, let's it, was, be honest. it was Buffy the Vampire Slayer, and then also La Femme Nikita on USA and Xena um, Warrior Princess. Zena, Lucy Lawless did it before all of them. Ooh, so, wait. like, there's always someone who started it, and we're always wrong about it. Yeah, who cares? And it's it's dumb to say. Linda Carter, Wonder Woman. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you're right. Then you're there's right. nothing after that for her. <laughs> what is? For what else would you be? For women, though. why would you even take a role? Like right. women's movement didn't move after her. Oh, for a little bit. Yeah, uh, they probably did in the eighties. Uh, Mr. and Miss Smith, Angelina Jolie, Brad, Brad Pitt. That's a great spy movie. There. That's actually, you know, one of my favorite parts in that one is when they're talking about the number of people they've killed. And obviously, in that movie, everything's an allegory for the for their marriage, right? Right. They're in a they're in a, like a dry spot, and they kind of that you find out that they have the same target. Their targets are actually each other. Right. No, no. You find out they have the same target, and it's the kid from the OC. And so that kind of is marriage. Everyone has the same goals, and they go about their ways differently to get it. And so they find out that they each have kept the same secret from each other, and they're both hurt by it. And so they're comparing kills, like the number of kills. And he's like, okay, well, how many? And she's like, I don't really want to say. Like, it's kind of a big number. Yeah. And he's like, well, listen, I mean, I'm a big boy. I could take it. And she's like, okay, at the same time, we'll say how many. And he's like, okay. And so, like, he's like, he's like in the high 20s, and she's like 115. And he's like, 100. 100. Ugh. She plays some good. She also plays, uh, there's that movie Salt. Yes. That she was in where she was a spy. That was pretty good. Man, that whole movie, I didn't know. Like, I was like, is she a Russian spy? Is she not, not a Russian spy? What is going on here? So I I, I texted Trump. I asked him. <laughs> and he said, yes, I got it. He said, I got it. I got He's it. like, I don't know. Let me ask Junior. Yeah, let me ask Junior. Um, uh, what else yeah. you got honorable mention here for spies? Man, there's some, there's some uh, really. Black Widow's a good one. I thought about her. Yeah. Uh, Phantom X from the comic books, the Weapon X Project. Yeah. Uh, what, 14? 14? Anyway, he's based on oh. 1970s French spy Phantom X. Yes, he is. Um, oh, so that, that's, a, that's a good one. Nico, you got any honorable mentions over there? Uh, nah. Of course you don't. No. I don't watch enough things. No. <laughs> no, you don't. You read stuff, though. There's, there's no there's no cool anime spies. Yeah, where are your really. anime spies at? It's not, it's not a very big uh, spy. The spy thing isn't very big in, in anime. In Japan and Japan. In Japan. They're more about assassins. They really are animated yeah. style. They're like ninjas, and ninjas animated aren't spies. assassins. Yeah, animated assassins. Um, um, the show The Americans. Have you watched that at all? Uh, I haven't, but I heard it's a pretty good. Spy. It gets like Emmy nominated and stuff. Yeah, so, I, don't watch, I don't watch those kind of shows. I don't either. How do you feel about Keith Sutherland as Jack Bauer? That was a good one. Twenty four, but I mean, I didn't see it. Is he really a spy in there? Uh, he's a federal agent. I don't know. I don't that's know. Not, that's not that's a spy. Not a spy. No, this next one is a spy, and they did a remake of this with Steve Carell. Uh, Maxwell Smart. Oh, from missed the... it by that, that much. much. Okay, that one had the rock in it. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I did. And uh, Anne Hathaway. Was that Anne Hathaway? Yeah, Anne Hathaway's know. in there. I don't know. Steve Carell lifts her. I could care less. Um, did you ever see the show Chuck? Yeah, Chuck's listed on here. I'm looking at a list right now to see how many we might have missed. Uh, I forgot the show Covert Affairs was a thing, but I do like Piper Paraboo. I do like her. She was great in Coyote Ugly. Yeah, Coyote Ugly was a great movie. Can't fight the moonlight. John Goodman in that movie? Yeah. You know, I recently started watching that's pretty good on Netflix, The Ranch. I, have you seen I, that? I haven't. It's with uh, Ashton Kutcher and Danny Masterson yeah. and Sam Elliott. Yeah. And so, like, it's funny, but very, like, dark and personal almost. Okay. So it's like it's a good mix of both. I'm gonna have to check this check out. Yeah, I mean they're three seasons deep, and it's only they're like 30 minute episodes. Uh, what what about Melissa McCarthy in the movie Spy? Did you see this? I didn't. It was actually really good. I heard it was funny. I just didn't see it. Jason Statham plays like her partner, like, sort of like she's a uh, she's a field analyst. Like she does the desk work. Yeah. But in this particular operation, all the field spies have been made, 
And so they have to send her in because she knows the file back and forth and right, right. she's the only other person. And every time she crosses paths with Jason Statham, he's like, they should have let me work the case. One time I was on fire, trapped under a car, and I still got my man. And like his stories keep getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Every time. And she's like, why would, that sounds terrible. Are you okay? Yes, like- <laughs> another good one that we, we missed, uh, Severus Snape from the Harry Potter series. Hmm. Big time spy. He's a wizard spy. Yeah, he's a wizard spy. <laughs> he's triple, doubling, quadruple crossing people. Like You don't know who he's spying for or who he's working for the entire time. If who are you working for? A wizard spy is cooler than a regular spy. Yeah. That is fair. Yeah. Uh, we didn't, I mean, we talked around it, but we didn't actually specifically say this. Colin Firth yeah, as, a, as Galahad in Kingsman. Yeah, that's a pretty good one. He is a, that is a really good movie, though. You're a really I good movie. Seen I know I am. You haven't seen it. The Kingsman? No, I, Get I, out I, of meant, here. I meant to, but I never did. Get out of here. It's based on a comic book. Get out of here. What isn't it these days? Have you, uh, ever, have you ever seen Daredevil, the movie with Ben Affleck? Yeah, I've seen that. Okay. No, that's terrible. <laughs> anyway, Claire Danes uh, from Homeland. Yeah, that's a good one. That's yeah. a good one. Oh, let's jump out to a break, though. Oh, thank God. We'll come back to the Nico <laughs> DLG segment. Stay with us. You're listening to Nerd Thug Radio. Hashtag talking nerdy to you. Hey, guys. Joey Savage here. Time to talk about the best place in Conroe Woodlands to play. Pokemon, Dungeons and Dragons, or Heroclix. That's right, Space Cadets Gaming Gaming. Located off of Robinson Road in Oak Ridge, it's your number one stop for anything gaming related. Mention Nerd Thug Radio when you walk in, they'll give you 10% off something. Buy your girlfriend something, your daughter, your kid, your mom, your dad, or your dog, or yourself. That's Space Cadets Gaming Gaming. Welcome back to Nerd Thug Radio. I'm the Captain Joey Savage. Corey DLG. Nico DLG. And uh, we're getting close to the end of the show here. Don't forget to check us out. Facebook.com backslash Nerd Thug Radio. Hashtag talking nerdy to you. That's right. That's right. And uh, NerdThugRadio.com. Uh, we have a new member of our media team that yes. has just joined uh, yes. Nerd Thug Radio this week. Very excited to announce this. It's our, our friend uh, Carisha. She uh, now lives in uh, Colorado. Colorado. Uh, she is going to be writing blogs for us on the blog page since the other boys can't keep up with me. Uh, her blogs will actually mean something, though. Yeah, like, she's gonna. They're yeah. gonna be serious stuff. <laughs> serious stuff. Serious stuff. For mine's not serious at all. I, I especially enjoyed yours on favorite marshmallow from Lucky Charms. That was a good one. I thought that was, that was good riveting. Mine, riveting. My wow. blogs. That's intense. My yeah. blogs that's, that's are just question. babes, beer, and bands. It's pretty self-explanatory. And rainbow marshmallows. So uh, yeah, so those are good ones. Be on the lookout for that. The newest member of the uh, media team. We're just kind of constantly growing here. Aren't we are. Here? We're like a we're like a friendly tumor. We are. <laughs> We had the show, and now we're on the TV, and we're developing a... Um, Nico didn't like that. We're developing a Nerd Thug uh, Clicks Federation TV show based That's around right. uh, tabletop gaming. And, and I'm, I'm, I'm working on a uh, pilot for another show. For a, a TV episodic. Yeah. That uh, we will be... I'm so excited about it. It's going to be kind of scrubsy. I've got the uh, kind of the plot for the first episode. Okay, oh, cool. It's going to be... Right I'm ready. I'm ready. So it's going to be pretty good. And, I'm uh, not... <laughs> Yeah. We, we just added. Uh, yeah, you got a lot of work ahead of you. <laughs> we just added a new member uh, to the the writing staff. So, stay wow. with Nerd Thug Radio. We're doing big things, boys and girls. Yeah, and if you uh, if you think you're cool for the team, hit us up. We'll see. We've got a uh, probably not. We should create an application. Are we, you cool for the team? Yeah. Who wants to go on the street team? Nerd Thug Radio street, street team. Can we have a street team? Probably. Next week we're gonna have uh, some guests in the studio and audition uh, the street team. Yeah, we're gonna have some guests in the studio. We're gonna be. Oh, uh, yeah. Talking to uh, another nerdy conglomerate, uh, 
here in the Houston area. <laughs> that's fair. No, you know and, what? Uh, I thought about it. That's fair. Yeah, I laugh, but he's right. <laughs> so uh, they're uh, they're they're partnering up with us, so we're gonna be doing big work together. So a lot of good things on the horizon. A lot of nice big things. So let's get to something that's not really big. Wait, before not we do, really good. I, I just want I want to talk about my modeling for a second too. Let's get into something that's not very big and kind of very very small. I've been doing a lot of uh, art. Modeling. And that's the that's, fair. that's the Nico DLG segment. Yeah, it's about my modeling career. Go ahead, Nico. What you got this week? Get that close cam up. Say your hey name guys. and laugh. Nico uh, DLG here. What's gonna, going on? I was gonna talk about my modeling. You don't model. It's me, Nico DLG, coming at you live. Model cars don't count. I could be a model. Just because you paint anyway, miniatures. Anyway, do your, you paint miniatures. Do your model. dumb segment, Nico. Ugh. All right, coming at you live. Like every time. Uh, always. <laughs> <laughs> Thank so, God. Yeah. They wouldn't know otherwise. From beyond the grave. <laughs> Nico exactly. segment. Thank you, Yahweh. <laughs> <laughs> Allah, Buddha, all of them. All right. Come so on, today, up. I've come to complain about Disney movies. What? Yes. Why? What? Uh, recent Disney movies. Which I haven't ones? seen. Uh, I, I recently watched Moana. And you're going to complain about that? Yes. But in the really? you told us yeah. you liked it. I, um, it was okay. I best. fell asleep. Yeah. Really? I didn't. Really? Really? I felt like a, really, lot of, really? a lot of the moments in Moana were very, I don't know. Almost, I feel not exactly copy pasted because I mean it's a wildly different movie, but it feels boring. Like so, nothing exciting happens. What? Corey, you recently saw this movie? Rebuttal. I did. Rebuttal. Don't yawn. Rebuttal. I said. I Rebuttal. Don't, I don't want to. Here's the thing. I'm trying to be nice to you this week. It's like Lent. I gave up my pastime of just abusing you, but, and it's back. But Rebuttal. didn't you say something like that? Rebuttal. I. J- First of all, the music in Moana was amazing. Was Top it, notch. It, I think I think they actually won an, uh, an Oscar for music. They did. Uh, them, them and uh, Suicide Squad. <laughs> that right. was that was for makeup. And by the way, uh, you know, Oscar I mean, award winning show. Yeah, Will Just Smith. Just like we can say, Nerd the Radio, as seen in the Houston Chronicle. That's right. true. That's true. So yeah, we, we Oscar we'll mentioned that too. Winner, Suicide Squad. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> um, exactly. I think the part where they sort of limit themselves in the story of Moana is they have to cross a giant ocean. And so that does kind of limit some of, a little bit of the storytelling. And they have to kind of address that. And so, yes, it didn't have as much as a lot of the other Disney movies do. Uh, but I thought the story itself was really good. And I also really enjoyed The Rock as uh, the little demigod dude. I, don't, I can't even think of his name right now. Um, but I thought I thought it was a good movie. I, I thought he did well in it. And Moana as a character, she's probably one of the more full princesses. She's not a princess. She, yeah, actually, she is. She's is a, she? she's yeah. a chieftain. So she's uh, a chieftain. Well, I mean, it's the same thing. She's basically a princess, right? She's, she's the, the cultural. Daughter, she's the daughter of the chieftain. Will become the leader. She's the cultural equivalent of a of a princess. Uh, but but most importantly, she is probably one of the more independent princesses in here you know all the princesses are always like oh i want to go i want to leave i want to do some stuff like she is sailing off on her own to save the universe as far as she knows right that's a big deal right that's fair but Other I mean, like, just wanting to get out of the water and walk on land right right exactly because i met a guy yeah you know what be more than that ariel how about you find you and then he'll find you okay so what's another disney movie you have a problem with um so the, the one of my main issues with Moana is that it was like there I felt like there was really good sections of it, but it was just all the, like like overall like I think it's very forgettable. Like I've already it's it hasn't even been a full week since I've seen it, and I've already forgotten like half the things. The only thing I really remember was the great scene with the uh, the coconut people. 
Like that was the yeah, best. Yeah, the little coconut pirates. Yeah, they, they were like, adorably dangerous. Exactly. Coconut pirates. Right. They're yeah. literally little. Yeah, that's not so bad. Like they drew angry faces on themselves because she's oh, like that they're was cute, that, and then they drew angry faces. It was it was a that good was scene. the best bit in the whole movie was them just drawing little angry eyebrows. On really, themselves. you didn't think the golden crab who sings? Yeah, the golden crab song wasn't exciting. Okay, all right. Well, so you what's your other taste? Disney movie you have a problem with? Yeah. Uh, Frozen, maybe because it's just oversaturated, but I thought just it was really contrived and boring. That is probably one of the biggest hits that they've had in mean, a you long can... time. Yeah, listen, Nico, you know this about him. He loves to have that hipster, anti-everybody. I'm not even anti-everybody. If, but if I everyone do... likes it, that's not you even know true. It. You know it. <laughs> that's like You know it. How are you going to say Frozen's a bad movie? Because it's, I think it's, it's not. It's super boring, even, and you could see the plot like twist from like a mile away. I don't even like it. But the, yeah, the you don't reindeer have to, character yeah. is dumb. Disney movies aren't the reindeer character. The romance dumb? wasn't done well. Like I don't. I didn't like. What it is at all. wrong with you? You are the worst. You really are. You have horrible taste in movies. That's, the cold never bothered me anyway. Here's the thing, though, with Disney movies, you don't need big plot twists because they're for kids. They want yeah, these kids to right, figure out what's coming. Right. Like you for you to. For you to put grown-up movie expectations on an animated movie. All the little movie. rock troll people? Right. And the snowman? Right. I forgot about the rock troll people. They do the wedding, too. Yeah, yeah and they're yeah, so they're, funny. Yeah. Also, she was really dangerous with her ice powers. Like, right. she she killed her sister. Do you want to build a snowman? I mean, I don't even like that movie, and it's it was good. Right. I'm tired of watching it because my kids watch it so much, <laughs> but it was a good movie. I have just discredited your entire segment here. Yeah, I don't like it. Those are both really good movies. Right. When you said Disney, I was thinking you were going to go not animated and maybe a different direction of the other Disney yeah, movies. Yeah, we're going to make fun of like, ra- like radio or something. Right. Radio Disney? No, no, the, the movie Radio with Cuba Gooding Jr. Yeah. What? It was a Disney movie. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, man, this guy. And they almost run over him in the beginning, but nice. they're running a stop sign when they almost run him over. Oh, perfect. Like it's an editing error, but like me being the rules nerd that I am, as he's going across the street and the truck slams on his brakes and honks at him, in my head I was like, Man, there should really be a stop sign at that intersection. There was. And then as they zoom, as they pan out, there is. They and just I, ran the stop sign? They were, they were trying to run a stop sign while, while special Cuba Gooding Jr. walks through the crosswalk. How can you say Frozen's a bad movie? Right. And honestly, Moana. Oh. I mean, yeah, man. I've been looking at the water. Da, 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 I mean, I fell asleep da, da. during Moana, but that's because I went to a double feature, and it was on a Friday. And, and you fall asleep at a lot of stuff. Yeah. A lot of stuff. Not a lot. But uh, <laughs> after being up late in the studio, like I'm pretty tired on Friday. So yeah. double feature time, I'm out, gone. But Frozen, really? Oh, like all right, okay. So what else? What other Disney yeah, movie? What other one? Well, those, yeah, are, those are the big ones that I want to talk about because those are those are the most recent ones. And Frozen's been a, out a while now, right? But I mean, other than what are they doing between Frozen and Moana? They did something, didn't they? Did they? I don't know. I don't think. I don't did. think so because they did the live action ones, right? Oh yeah, those were good. Tale as old as time. I'm a little bit bothered <laughs> the fact that they just are like, hey man, remember Beauty and the Beast? What if we just made it again? It's that's what they're changing. that's what they're doing with all of them. It's right. just it's just irritating because I don't know. They don't, they're have literally you ever going, seen a reboot, right? Well, no, no, they're not. They're not, they're not even reboots. They're reboots. the same story. These are right. literally the exact same. They're going shot for shot. Right, but I mean I they're know. really really good. It's yeah, not like they you are. can't even get the other ones. Like you huh? can still watch the old movies. Why even? Yeah, but I mean, right? But don't you want to? Like, I don't care about CG Mrs. Pot. <laughs> but this whole generation doesn't know those movies. And so they get to experience them in a brand new way. That makes... So, okay, so now the story of Beauty and the Beast is both my generation's and your generation's story. We could both talk about our version of that movie, and we each have our own version of it now. 
Right, but it's not even like it's just it's just a visual thing at this point. No, I mean there's subtle differences, but I mean that's wow. okay. That's all right. There's, just, the technology seems... is there, James Cameron. They're ready. They're ready. <laughs> that's great. The technology. We I'm have ready. the technology. We can build him. We can rebuild him. I was talking to Dad the other day, and I told I, I told him he's 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 oh, the Big Hero Six came out in between those two. No. Was, yeah, Big Hero Six came out in 2014, and Frozen came out in 2013. Yeah. Really? I yeah. liked Big Hero Six. I did too. I enjoyed that. Oh, you liked that one? Yeah, because it was totally different from it was anything else. Superheroes. Right. It's oh, literally the good dinosaur was another one that came out. Yeah, that with to like absolutely no fanfare. Zootopia. Oh, Zootopia was great. That was a good movie. Finding Dory. Oh, I forgot about that. That's a Pixar one though. Didn't enjoy that one as much. I thought it was okay. I didn't see it. I, so I didn't I don't like know. the first one. What? You didn't like Finding Nemo? No, stupid. I thought it was like a fantastic story. No, no, that was a great I movie. There was a different time in my life. I just didn't dig That's it. That's fair. That's fair. You Yeah, you weren't ready for that. <laughs> I wasn't ready for you Finding know, man, Nemo. That, that live action Jungle Book was good. Yeah. And you know what other one blew me away uh, back in the day was Up. Yeah, that was a good That one. was a great movie. That was a crazy, sad movie. Yeah. Right. I cried immediately. Yeah, you would. You Yeah, but you cried because they wouldn't buy you more popcorn. Right. Like, yeah. the movie wasn't even playing yet. I know. The pre weren't even over. Oh, man. When I went and saw Spider-Man, which you guys haven't seen, so we can't talk about yet, and we're right. going out to right. break here in a second, uh, I saw the preview for The Dark Tower. Oh, that looks that good. That looks really good. Do you I'm know, uh, they were they were talking about, and we'll, I know we're, uh, Idris yeah, Elba being... Uh, like Idris Elba. He be, the fact that he's black, though, changes one of the main characters in the story, apparently. Black and British. Because one of the main characters is supposed is supposed to be black herself, and the hero is supposed to be racist towards her. Right. So they're saying that they wonder what it's going to do to all the relationships in the, in the movie because it's mm. going to be different. Well, this is a different segment where Nico somehow doesn't like Frozen. Yeah. <laughs> let's take a break. Let's come back. We're going to wrap this thing. We call Nerd Thug Radio up. You're listening to us on Kano's FM 104.5, 106.1. Sister Stations. Yep. Hey, Conroe, Corey DLG here to let you know about Wild Things Bar and Grill, a modern-day rustic saloon with all-American charm. They're the premier family-friendly sports bar and restaurant in the Conroe Woolens area, proudly welcoming Conroe to their ambient atmosphere of delicious food, relaxation, and quality entertainment. That's Wild Thing Restaurant at 1488 and I-45. Wild Thing, easy on the eyes. Yeah, hey, hi, uh, this is Ernie Hudson. And I gotta just give up great respect for Nerd Thug Radio and great respect for you guys. Remember that dance? Um, is that, is, I don't know. What one it of is. the two dances, one of the dances that they used to do for a minute that everybody was a big deal, the guy who made the song got killed. The stinky leg or the Superman? The Superman. Oh, did he? I think so. Oh, that's that's R.I.P. I, I, I'm 90% Rush. sure the guy who did the Superman. I'm gonna, I'm gonna look that up. Go ahead, bring us in. All right, listen to us, Nerd Thug Radio. Uh, this is the end of the show here. We're done. Bye. There no, it is. Right. No, I'm, Later, guys. Uh, I'm Joey Savage. That's Corey DLG over there. That's Nico DLG behind hey. the ones and the mics. And uh, yeah, we're going to close the segment show out here in a few. But uh, before we get out, we've got a few things we want to touch on. But always, podcast drops tomorrow. Facebook.com backslash Nerd Thug Radio. Look us up. Give us a like. Follow us. Drop us a message. Uh, NerdThugRadio.com has got all the cool stuff on it. Uh, if you're just now picking up the show for the first time, uh, we're on Lone Star Community Radio 104.5, 106.1 every Monday from 1 to 3. And uh, we put our stuff on the YouTube. We podcast it everywhere. Any any app you can podcast, we're probably on it. So you can just search Nerd Thug Radio on the Google, a.k.a. the Lugal, and you'll find us. So I got something I kind of want to talk about here. Before um, you get into it? Yeah, go ahead. It's Soldier Boy. It's Crank That. He's still alive. Right, right. I knew that he's alive. The guy who teaches you how to Dougie. 
is teach me how to Dougie. Teach me, teach Callie me. Callie Swag and Callie Swag, I believe, is passed away. M- murdered, actually. Murked. Yeah. Teach me how to Dougie. Teach me, teach me how to Dougie. And he's teach me how to Dougie. Teach you how to Dougie. That song was so stupid. God rest his soul. Anyways, so there's one thing I want to just touch on here. It's kind of nerdy again. Um, it kind of got me thinking. We, you know, we have a little group chat. Uh, we we do during the week. Uh, all four of us, or the three of us, along with our friend Zach Attack, is in, in it. Um, Nico's not involved at all. Yeah, so no. it's mostly just the three of us. Um, we were talking about some new shows that are being developed, uh, com- comic book related, outside of like your Marvel DC. I, I do want to state Nico's receives the messages. Yeah, he just doesn't participate. Right, exactly. Right, right, right. right okay, right. okay. Um, and so Watchmen was one of the ones that has come up, and it's in development. In development with HBO. Um, I love the Watchmen series. The uh, the original, the original, the graphic novel. Yeah, yeah. Um, the movies. I, I like the movie too. No, I do too. I do too. Um, and I agree with the way they changed the ending. Right. I think that I think that's the only way it makes sense. But the way the novel ended and the movie ended kind of closes the story for me. So right. the fact that HBO wants to do a TV series, a TV series, it's got my mind racing. Like, okay. What are they going to do? Like, what kind of show are they going to oh, pick yeah. up the story? Yeah, continue it. And if they do, I'm not going to be as excited about it. No, they're not going to continue the story. So one of the cool things about the Watchmen, if you remember, is essentially it's the end of a conspiracy. Right, 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 right. So what they could do on a TV show is build the conspiracy. Remember, remember it's years in the making. There's right. super villains and there's all kinds of things. The comedian stumbles over it over and over and over again and finally realizes it's a conspiracy. Like. You have all kinds of room right. for Ozymandias to start the show as a main character, good guy, and finish the show as the bad guy leading into the well, movie. One of the things they did, and this is going to go back maybe five, six years now. Okay. They did like yeah. Watchmen comics. They did some prequels. It's like prequels of like these individual characters. So yeah, that, that's that's kind of where I'm hoping they go. Like I'm hoping they don't just say, okay, the movie ended. This is what happened after the movie. I really would want them to touch because there's so much about these well, characters. No, you have to... They have to do it beforehand because one of the most important characters to the Watchmen universe is Rorschach. Right. And also the comedian. And they're both dead. Right. Comedian's dead the whole movie. He, he's only in flashbacks. And they right. kill Rorschach at so the end. I'm really, spoilers. Yeah. yeah, spoiler alert. No, oh, so I'm no. really, I really want to know, you know, these are the characters I want to know more about. You don't really get a lot of their origin stories or their history. Or, right, like, right. That's stuff that I want to know more about and would be a great TV show, I think. And I also would really enjoy watching Rorschach fall into insanity. Yeah, that would be great. Because by the, I mean, when you when he picks up the movie, he's literally so Rorschach that he's a homeless guy who becomes the hero. Right. Um, but he doesn't start out that way. Though. No, 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 not at all. So to me, also the Night Owl becoming like a boring middle aged man. Yeah. That's going to be an interesting transition. Like yeah. I don't know. Like I, I think there's a ton of room for growth of no, the story. No, I do, and that's what I'm saying is I, I, I hope they don't come in with this Watchmen and say. The movie ended, and then let's let's take it Start from there it without comedian, right. without Warshak, and I, I would much rather them build those characters to how they got to when the movie yeah. started. You know who I would? Um, yes, I do. No, I don't. You know what movie I would like to see more than that, or what series I would like to see more yes, than I that? Yes, I do. No, I don't. The other one we discussed, Why the Last Man? Yeah, that's a good one. That's a really that good that would be. They've been working an on that for a amazing. While. Well, they originally it was going to be a movie, a series of movies, uh, directed by DJ Caruso, starring Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> he was going to be York Brown. He was in a little bit of trouble here recently. Yeah, he did. He did. You know, I really... Every time I start to pull for the guy, he does another stupid yeah. thing. Um, and I and I understand 
It's got to be hard for the child actors as they come up, right? Right, right. And there's nowhere for them to go but down. But even with, okay, even with Shia LaBeouf starting as a child actor, like even Stevens and stuff like that, like he transitioned from that. Like he, No, he did. He did some some adult he, movies. Right, but you got to remember the entire time he's, he's been- just crazy. The, the entire right. time I love him for it. Well, the entire time he's been an adult, there's been no outlet to unwind. Right. Because he started, think about like, most actors have that rise. So there's people who come up with them that are normal with them, like in the movie, in the show Entourage. Mm -hmm. he, he has some friends from home who knew him back then, and those are the people he knows he can trust. Right. Shia LaBeouf doesn't have that. No, he doesn't. So he doesn't have that circle of people who know him as Shia LaBeouf. He only has a circle of people who know him as Shia LaBeouf, the entertainer. And so as he's trying to find other avenues of expression and creativity and art, he's only got yes men in his corner. Like, okay, for a long time, that was Eminem's issue. He got so big that he just surrounded himself with the yes men. And the next thing you know, but all those people he surrounded them with were people he grew up with as well. No, 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 no. I'm talking about after those guys were gone, after Proof died and all that. And after. so he's surrounded, he surrounded himself with a bunch of yes men and people who needed him. Right, right. Like the D12 guys and stuff like that. Those well, were no, all, he kind of broke from the D12 guys. Right, right, right. And then he surrounded himself with all these, like the other rappers he was trying to develop. All those people needed him for everything. Yeah. And so whatever he wanted, they did. Right, because he could, they couldn't tell him no. So then he falls completely off the wagon. He has all of his issues, all of his addictions. And he kind of has that realization that these aren't the people that are helping you so grow. So what you're saying is Eminem and Shia LaBeouf are pretty the same similar. Guy. They have the same. They have a similar arc because Eminem had a very small circle, and they weren't necessarily people that he could come up with. Because you got to think it's Kim and the bad relationship there. Well, when he come when he comes up and surrounds himself with D12, those are the guys from D12 Detroit. is later. D12 is later though. When he first comes up, Dre finds him out of nowhere, right. and when Dre finds him, he has no family. And right. no real friends. He Proof and like, him are kind of close, but... Proof and him are super close. But, but D12 is much later. Right. So he's got one buddy. And then as he grows, he can kind of grow his label and, and grow his entourage. So he brings in D12. They're going to do some stuff. D12 never really takes off. Then he kind of feels bad that he brought him up. Right? Because then he kind of feels responsible. No, they dropped a couple albums that were... But, but when they all try to go solo... Right. And out. it just didn't proof, proof dies and blah, blah, blah. blah. And, then, and then he falls off the wagon. And so speaking of Why the Last Man... Yeah. we great. Yeah, I, I think that would be a fantastic So do you think it would be show. better as a movie or as a TV show? It's got to be a TV show. What about Invincible? Because Invincible is something that I would love to see in some form of media other than the comics. And I heard like Seth Rogen and... Yeah. What's his name? Is it not Goldberg? It's Yeah, it's Evan... Evan Goldberg. Evan Goldberg. That's his writing partner. Right. I heard they were developing something uh, because of the success of Preacher. Yes. And they're giving him a yes. shot with this. I don't know if they're developing it movie-wise or TV show-wise. But there's just so, there's I think so be, much with that. Right. That's the thing. I think it would be better as a primetime cartoon. Yeah? I think so. And they do. all the crazy stuff that's going on in there? Yeah, because they go so many places. Right. There'd be, no, there'd be no way to do about half of the stories and half the characters and right. half the powers. All the space stuff. The, this. Yeah, the oh. mind power. You couldn't do the girlfriend who controls matter. Like You couldn't right. do any of that stuff. I watched... Um, you couldn't do a lot of it. Age of Apocalypse. I watched that the other day. Jean Jean Grey does the. Uh, yeah, but she does it like I thought half the time. I thought it, it was like there's some other times where she's just sitting there and she's like, "Oh no, some so professor's in trouble." And it's like, "Okay, so you use your mind powers without throwing up your hands to your head." Right. That's what and I'm saying. And then she does it, and then like ten minutes later, she's like, "I can't read his mind." Right. He won't let me in. Yeah. It's <sighs> a great movie. There's you so hear many that there's uh, rumors that Psylocke and Olivia Munn's coming back in uh, Dark Phoenix. She should. No, definitely. She should. I was hoping they'd like hold her off until they come up with X Force, but <laughs> um, no, she'd work well in there too. She, I mean, 
Yeah. Yeah. No, you know what? She would work in an X Force. You know what? One thing I'm really okay. We got a few minutes here. Yeah. About a minute and a half before we start wrapping things up. One thing I'm super disappointed with with the X Men franchise. I mean, I like the X Men stuff, but as I was watching Days, not Days of Future Past, as I was watching Age of Apocalypse, mm -hmm. when you look at the five core characters of the original X Men. Okay. Right? You've got Cyclops. Jean Grey. Jean Grey. Iceman. Iceman. Beast. Beast. And Angel. Okay, so those first four we named have a place, a pretty prominent role in the, the two different trilogies. Yes. Except for Iceman. I mean, not Iceman, except for Angel. Yeah. he's like, I mean, I know he's just got the wings and he doesn't, you know, do, uh, he doesn't have a lot of superpowers. Can I tell you why? Go ahead, but it, it, it disappoints me. So, when you're writing, one of the biggest things... That's too easy to overcome is if too many characters are rich. No, true. So in the X-Men series, Professor X is rich. Right. But they keep doing things to kind of take the, that separate him from the mutants, right? So right, in X-Men right. 2, the Weapon X program shows up and runs off the mutants. So they can't use Professor X as well. Well, if one of the other mutants involved just had a, a black American Express card. Right. No, I, I mean, get it. Kinda, it's just that with him being a, such a prominent... You know, character in the, in the yeah you're right comic you're universe right. and i mean he's basically a lackey in, in age of apocalypse that's exactly, and, that's exactly what it is and in, and and in x-men 3 he's like an afterthought and after um reading that awesome run on, on x-force yeah that we ran through right man that would have been so i mean this would be great right no i agree but, with that part all fairs in love and war i guess also his power isn't that exciting no it's not and it would be kind of an expensive power to have for sort of a lack, they like the return fly. you get on it. Right, right. It's just that the guy flies. And this show has just flown right by. I mean, before we know it, episode 66 is over. Oh, my um, gosh. Yeah. So uh, don't forget, always check us, facebook.com backslash nerdthugradio uh, or nerdthugradio.com. Uh, starting tomorrow, anything you missed on this show will become available to you. Um, shout out to Space Cadets Gaming Gaming. Yeah, Wild yeah. Thing Restaurant Bar and Grill. Yeah, Corey DLG. We don't do this often, but uh, we got 20 seconds for you to speak about whatever you want to speak about. Are you ready? Yeah, go. All right. So obviously, big shout out and thanks to Space Cadets and Wild Thing. If you think that uh, your business needs help growing, we want to help you grow it. We 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 organize and cater events to people. Uh, also, be kind and rewind. Um, I know Great there are movie. no more video cassettes anymore. Great movie, but just do it anyway. Um, and then, you know, be kind, stay safe, enjoy each other. Come back with us next Monday from yeah. one to three as we get on episode 67. We got a couple of special guests that are going to be with us. So you looking forward to it as much as we are. We are nerd thug radio, same nerd thug time, same nerd thug channel. Thanks for checking out this production on old star community radio, Montgomery County's radio station. For more information on this show and other shows on Lone Star, check us out online at IRLoneStar.com. If you're interested in sponsoring a program on Lone Star Community Radio and reaching the local audience of Montgomery County on FM, Internet, and TV media, please call 936-647-5747 or contact us online at IRLoneStar.com. This recording is a Lone Star Community Radio production. Produced by the show host and Dick Schistler of Lone Star Community Radio. Interested in volunteering as a music DJ or starting your own talk show? Yeah, contact Dick Schistler at dick at irlonestar.com or by phone at 936-647-5747.